Hey everybody, this is Eric Stahl. And I'm Daryl Scott. Welcome to the auto podcast that loves a good hill climb. On this episode of Throne Wrenches, we talk old and new cars running up those hills. Elon and Zuck down for a steel cage match. Three more amazing contributions are coming for the Cars of the Week garage. And Gabe is here. Gabe's here. Boo. <laughs> All that and more on this episode of Throne Wrenches. Let's go, girls. It's Gabe on guitar, right? Well, I thought we were past the Shania, but apparently Gabe brought it back. Is that what we're doing here? It's retro. Sometimes you feel like a woman. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just, just a quick question. You did get guitar, right? Yeah, I bought a guitar and a bass guitar from literally like a block up from Ford's Toyota. Yeah? Yeah, right oh. up the hill. Oh. Did you, are you taking lessons? No, I just I fiddle around for like three days and I haven't touched them since. Yeah, I think there's a YouTube video you can watch. You can play guitar in five Five hours, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, that guy Esteban teaches yeah. you. Yeah. I, you know what? I would love for Gabe to play our next theme song. I think so. Okay. Let's do it. I'll do it. I'll All write right. it. All right. Good. Hey, everybody! Thanks for listening and enjoying the fun of the show. Make sure you send us an email info at throwingwrenches dot com or post a review on iTunes. To be heard all around the world. I, I'll be honest with you, Daryl. Yeah. Been a little busy lately. You I haven't have? checked the reviews. You know how many new reviews have happened since? How many, Daryl? Uh, absolutely none. Absolutely nothing? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely is Nothing is right. And it's not for lack of trying. We've tried to solicit. We've tried to pull the reviews <laughs> so, and pry them from your cold hands, and we, we can't seem to get them. But that's fine. This is why I can't it's let fine. you two do a show together. I mean, this is, is, that why? This is what happens. Yeah. We don't I, pander I, enough for reviews. I, I trust you two <laughs> to hold the show together, yeah. and, and then look what happens. Oh. Nothing. No production. Okay? Oh, that's so bad. It's so bad. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, well, oh. there we go. Yeah, that's what it was. I mean, we tr- we tried. I mean, our, um, we're doing our best here, man. I mean, maybe we don't want the reviews because they, we've been a little lackluster on the production lately. We have, but uh, I will say this: the best way to suppress negative reviews, so according positive. to Reputation Management, <laughs> exactly. you know what I'm talking to about. Pump it up, baby. Pump, pump get it pumped. Get all the employees and their family to do those reviews. Hey, everybody, <laughs> we're a little bit low. We need everybody to uh, have their mom do some reviews on Google. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, those always. By the way, you can never tell, right? Jeremy's such a nice boy. And all the reviews are like within a two-day span. Yeah, yeah. That never. Nobody sees through. Google that. doesn't know. They yeah, don't know. It's fine. Scotty don't know. Anyway, anyway. Daryl Scott. Do you know about Daryl Scott? Daryl Scotty knows. My co-host doesn't collect classic cars as much as he collects friends with classic cars in need. Whether you need to bring a trailer, awaken a classic beauty from six years of slumber with a kiss, or rebuild a carb, he's always on the call. He has less free time than he has non-running projects. He's Daryl Scott. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. With a kiss, huh? 
Yeah. Does that work? Is that like Cinderella it's or not Snow White? It's not a repair manual that I've ever seen. Sleeping Beauty? That, what is it? Uh, it might be Snow White. It might be. Well, well, I don't, Sleeping I've, Beauty, she probably needed a kiss, too. I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> but it turns out the only time, <laughs> the only thing that happens if you start kissing your car is you end up on one of those like shows on the TLC network. Oh, my, my 600-pound... No wait. No, it's uh, uh, my secret. Was it my secret addiction? Oh yeah, my secret obsession. Yeah, my, yeah. Were you drinking transmission fluid on the side? It's either that or you're eating couch cushions. <laughs> One of those two things. Uh, for those of you who don't know, my co-host, um, you know, when raccoons attack the family homestead, allegedly, allegedly, my co-host is ready with a um, a solution. If you will. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. When weather cancels the local cars and coffee, well, he makes his own cars and coffee. Yeah. In a Bass Pro parking lot. And when the local donut shop typically sells out, well, he puts his order in the night before, and he sets his ar- alarm for one hour earlier. He's the king of all donut media. He's Mr. Eric Stahl. I see what you did there. Very see? clever. Very clever. We'll you- get to that, Carson Coffee. That was a good fun check. Good. And if you don't know Gabe Casey, well, Gabe's also here. Thanks. Thanks for joining us, Gabe. Voting present. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's how, accounted for. how lackluster my pre-production work was. I did not write a snappy little thing. For well, it's supposed, it's supposed to be a surprise, and then you like worked it in earlier. You know, blow everything up. I mean, I Regan's been here while I've written it while he sat there, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Cats out of the bag. Yeah. Eric, by the way, your your internet is 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 better than usual. So I'm just going to say your your internet speed is fine. But <sighs> where is this going? <laughs> Well, you can't. the most lackluster compliment I've ever you, heard. You, it's better than it. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I mean. We do a shared. Okay, for the folks at home, uh, this isn't video, so I'll just explain. We do a shared Google Doc, mm-hmm. and we keep everything like bullet points, and we have an outline. We try to follow this strictly. You're really raising the curtain there. <laughs> I am. Yep. I am. Do you guys remember, like, back in the day when you had AOL? <laughs> I do. I remember those days. Cause, You've got mail. Yeah. By the way, that guy's an Uber driver now. Is he the guy who did the the guy? Yes, I don't know why I know this. The, probably because I saw it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably, probably the guy who did the you've got mail. Welcome that yeah, guy. Yeah. Okay. By the way, so the guy that said seven words. Go yeah. on. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, he is an Uber driver in like Nebraska or something stupid like that. Not. not I'm sorry. Not that Nebraska is stupid. Living his best life, possibly. Maybe he's, he's in the rat race and got really tired of it and said, "You know what? I'm going to do." I'm going to go back home, and I'm yeah. going to live the life that I always dreamed, just peaceful, and uh, probably be demeaned by strangers, you know, hundreds of miles away. You know, don't the fame was too much for him. Don't even know me. Yeah, yeah, I used to, I used to be in technology. It was such a racket. Just fires up a cigarette. Yeah. Where do you want to go, kid? Vape, vape, vape pen. Yeah, yeah, vape pen. He's driving the Prius. No, you know what? I wish him... I wish him God bless. I it's, wish it's obvious that you do wish yeah. him the best. He's honestly probably like happier and more fulfilled than we are. What's wrong with you? A lot. Why are we even talking? We TikTok. should probably follow TikTok. <laughs> yes. Uh, and what, you, what is the handle at TikTok, Mr. Scott? Uh, at Throwing Wrenches. Yeah. You can yeah, check that yeah. out. Uh, don't have that many followers. <laughs> so you got lots of videos. Though. You might have a video for every follower. Like every I do. Week. do. You know what the, the most popular video I have? Uh, this is a trap. Is, all- is it your dog? No. Okay. <laughs> is it a gym? It's yeah. my brother backing his 85 Cavalier Type 10 convertible out of my parents' garage. I think that day That's it. you were such, filled with such vitriol and hatred because I think you wanted that car, didn't you? 
Or is that a different car? No, no. Uh, the 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 one my mom has is yeah. the blue one. I really, really, really love. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, this one was different. Okay, but, all right. Yeah. But you have such a love for the affection for those cars. Like, people could probably hear you seething yeah. underneath. You know, that you don't have that car. No, no. My brother's he's he gave it a good home on a farm in okay. the country. Okay. No, but it's funny because it's like <laughs> it's that's, pasture. That's yeah. <laughs> it's got like sixteen like an old horse. <laughs> it's saw off its hooves. Race horse. It's glue now. It's it's Elmer's glue. <laughs> the car's glue. <laughs> so bad. No, it's got like 16 million views, and it's just like some random thing I Wait, just 16 shot. 16 million? million It's something stupid. Whatever it is. China just inflates all the numbers. You think so? Yeah. They got too many people. It might be. Cavalier. I got to look at your keywords. I'm going to start using those for all my videos. Hashtag hustle. Hashtag. I want to make that 28 cent residual hashtag check. Hashtag backing out. Yeah. Well, how much have you made so far in your check? Zero. I was a business uh, I was a business account for two days, and then yeah. I realized they limited all the stuff, including the music you can use yes. and all this. Yeah. Like, Fort, the Forts account, I can't nope. put any like real music to. It's stupid. Dumb. It's, yeah. So when you get to actually put a post, uh, I'm sorry, a, Put a TikTok out there in the world. You put a tick on the talk. Yeah, the tick, tick, the hip into the hop into the yeah. So <laughs> sounded like um, the choices you have are all terrible, like yeah. worse than cartoon yes. music. Yes, right. Yeah, it's like music, but for TikTok. Everything's like Western and cartoon, and like yeah. Even I did a people- car wash one for my little ad with a guy spraying. It was like. Like that's great. This is this fits the mood perfectly. This is going to get so much engagement. It's not even funny. And then after two days, you're like, I'm going to delete this. And even if they said pay for it, they said to do this, it cost you five dollars. Use a real song. Be like, all right, I'll pay the five bucks. I don't care. But I don't think there's an option for me to even do that. Is there? If there is, I haven't figured it out. And Gabe won't get on the platform, so I can't ask him for advice. Hmm. Which. Death? TikTok is death. You're slowly <laughs> or quickly killing your brain. Do you sure. know how many hours a month Americans spend? You. I know how many hours a month you spend. And <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Well, it's, it's probably as many as I spend on my Instagram, so I'm just as guilty. 850 hours a month. What? 850 what? hours. Well, 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 on average? It tells yeah. you that? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. No, I didn't. No, no. It doesn't tell me that. Okay. Uh, that's that's a, a compilation. It's a slide deck I saw. I bet you're on it two hours a day minimum. Oh, okay, so your Be iPhone. honest. Your Look at iPhone, your face. So you don't have an iPhone. You're probably you, you, right. You don't have an iPhone either, do you? No, I'm So terrible. I get the screen time alert every day, or every week, every Sunday. Yeah. I won't tell you how much my screen time is. It's too much. Is it? Is it in the double digits? It's hours a day. Per day? Yeah. Like how much? Okay. We're, we're among friends and a couple hundred people, thousand people listening. Uh, how many hours? Uh, if, I mean, if you had to guess. A day. Hours? And, and so Four and a half. <sighs> Yeah, I'd say I'd say three point seven. It's four point one or four point two. Yeah. So we're on both ends, and that's yeah. live screen. So that, yeah, good yeah. job. Clink. You guys are on. Yeah, and I I listen to podcasts on the way into work and the way home. So I wonder how much of that time is chewed up there. And then lunch hour, I'll listen to you know. Well, listen. podcasts shouldn't count. You're just they streaming do, media. Well, but I'll have the screen open. Right, and right, some right. of them are video and stuff like that. So, right. but I wouldn't consider that phone time. It, it still counts as screen time. Yeah, well, they're right. Wrong. And all the hours you're on Tinder and Grinder and everything else. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, <laughs> I don't even want to make a snappy rebuttal. I mean, that's uh, I'm local raccoons in is, your area. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, is yeah. this the pre-show or the yeah. real no, show? No, it's the real show. We okay. should maybe talk about our sponsor. Thank you. Our super generous sponsor over yeah. the last couple of years. Yeah. Fort's Toyota, that's all the people cheering for them right now. That's right. You know, Fort's Toyota is a new and used car dealership in North Peak, Illinois. They like to say they're 15 minutes from anywhere in the Tri-County area here in Central Illinois. 
You know what, though, folks? Everybody knows that secret because the used car inventory is down. We've been selling cars like hotcakes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. If you don't know, I work at Ford's Toyota, so there's no secrets here at this table, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We have new cars arriving daily. Had a couple cameras show up this week. Got some new Grand Highlanders. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Are those, are those pretty slick? Actually, the first one came in plain Jane. Normally, we get a new car. They come in like all dressed up with everything. Yeah. It's like the most expensive version of the car. Our first one was probably the most generic one we've ever gotten. I was like shocked by how plain Jane You got the is. runt. We did. It's kind of <laughs> weird. But our second one came in today, a white one. Gorgeous. Nice. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. I won't tell Sarah about that. Uh, also, you guys have a Tundra right now that's kind of stripped down, and it's the newer body style, mm-hmm. revamped Tundra, uh, turbo, yeah. really nice rig, and it's it's affordable. Oh, it is affordable. Dude, you're never getting rid of your 5.7, are you? Uh, that's another story. But anyways, <laughs> if yeah. you're in the market for a new Tundra yeah. and looking for one that isn't like a, uh, what's, the, what's the big one? What's the big dog? Capstone? Uh, Capstone's like the dressed up fancy one with yeah. the big 25-inch tires. It's those, beautiful. But the, the pros and the uh, 1794s, those are kind of the, the combination of nice truck but work truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got all that stuff. Good stuff. Check yeah. them out. Yeah, new inventory's coming in daily. So if And they keep a board now in the service department showing all the cars coming in because it's literally come to that point where if you want something, uh, we may have it coming in in the future, in the next week or two, or the next mm-hmm. month. So we're letting you know and get your name on it. Yeah. Toyota-Pekin.com. Definitely check them out. Do like I do. Just bookmark them and check their inventory daily because there's some cool stuff that pops up. And now that I'm back to work, check out the Instagram. Check out the uh, Facebook at Forts Toyota. Are you on threads? Is Forts Toyota on Oh, that was a conversation for later. Forts is on threads. And there's actually a video on threads from Forts Toyota. Gabe, are are, are you on threads? How progressive is that? Is threads just new TikTok? No. No, 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 no. It's better. It's it's for people who hate Elon Musk to be on Twitter. Right. Is that what it is, basically? Oh, great, because I don't do Twitter, so. No, Uh, I'm not. It's Twitter for people who don't want to hear about politics and news supposedly for like it's a really month just and pe- a half it's really just people yeah. who hate elon musk yeah, yeah. kind of yeah so uh you can also follow <laughs> us on threads. Yeah. <laughs> at throne wrenches what or an ad all right so yeah. we're i don't know we're 38 minutes into the show and we're just now getting to the patreon subscribers <laughs> it's fine 17 but it's fine all right patreon subscribers have been the backbone of the steelers dealership listen to me to this show for the last couple of years and uh, you know what I apologize in the pre-show for the lack of production, and they know how special they are and how much it means to me. So check out that pre-show. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you got a special 120 minutes of, uh, I think it was a good talk. Um, For folks who don't know, I would imagine most everybody listening to the show do know, uh, my daughter was very sick and passed this last uh, couple weeks, and uh, we've been going through all that. Uh, We spent a lot of time on the Patreon pre-show talking about that, which I really wanted to do, and I think it it was a good good conversation so if you're a patreon subscriber or you're an apple's itunes premium subscriber you'll get a hold of that i apologize for any tears uh but uh i think it was a good show and it was a good time and we did finish it off on a high note about how i got in trouble for going to a thrift sale right yeah is that what it was nozzles i got nozzles well there was also that there was also um and just i I want to take a moment to acknowledge um on behalf of you know, everybody else who helps make this program possible, our thoughts of course always with you guys and the family um for those who hadn't followed along planetstall.com, dot com you can kind of read and get a synopsis but thank had, you i I wasn't even going to plug it because I didn't yeah. think about it, but yeah yeah, I spilled my guts online so you can read all about it and uh and certainly all the listeners of this show, whether they're patreon or not, super supportive and uh uh, just uh, the, I, I compared 
people are like, oh, you know, you got support, you got friends, you got help. I'm like, I have a friggin' redwood tree of rings of support around. I mean, seriously, the layers of support my family had through this whole last year with my daughter's sickness. Uh, and, and this podcast, just one, one of those aspects of that ring of support. So, and you two guys, especially, thank you. Hey, this is uh, non-solicited hold on, there. Hold on. We, we do have um, some beers yeah, here. We have right. some refreshments. One clink. Jake. Clink. You can raise a glass uh, at, at your home or wherever yeah. you're listening. If you're driving, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because the cops will see you if you pull your beer up <laughs> above the window. There, there Just, might be... That's legal advice. Yeah. Some yeah. legality <laughs> there. <laughs> and you can follow my Instagram, too, at Planet Stall, if you want to see what was going on over the last year as yeah. far as uh, through my Instagram eyes. All right. So uh, iTunes Premium has been kind of a new thing. I got a couple subscribers on there. Again, apologies to you folks. Uh, I know you spent money for a subscription on that. We're going to get back into high gear here and get you some premium content on the backside. So keep tuning in. We appreciate you iTunes folks. Uh, it is new. We're figuring it out. So bear with us. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm not even an Apple guy, and I, I, I kind of know what it is, but not really. But that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'll just be here with my BlackBerry, my yeah. BlackBerry Pearl. My, my son says that's like one of the best movies that ever came out in the last year, too, BlackBerry. Yeah? Yeah. So we may have to have it. Do you even know what a BlackBerry is, Gabe? Yeah, because they were the only with like the government contract for like they could have government people had Blackberries because of the security on them for mm-hmm. years. Oh, and that's years. true. They were encrypted. they were like nobody wanted them, but like the, everybody in the government had brand new Blackberries for like a decade. Who was the president? Did Bush want, did Bush too have a BlackBerry? I think he might have. And it wasn't encrypted and it was like a whole problem. I think it, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. Hey, but st- other than that, no, I don't know. You're pretty smart, <laughs> Mr. Casey. Do you guys remember the next phones? People like, I, it's a phone, but it's also a walkie-talkie. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, who because, wants? Because I was working I wanted that. Yeah. And uh, some guy was on a walkie-talkie conversation past the cubicles. We're all sitting there working. Yeah. And I hear, click, click. Isn't that the gay bar? Click, click. And we just all died laughing. What? Yeah, in a but, work setting. But in a private phone conversation, it made sense. It's like, what if your phone was a walkie-talkie and everybody around you could hear everything? I remember being <laughs> yeah, at, true. at the grocery store in southern Indiana when we lived down there in Evansville. I remember I was, in a, I was, getting, like, I was getting like egg noodles at Schnucks off like, you know, Green Bank Road or whatever. Red Bank Road, whatever the heck it was called. <laughs> Green River, Green he's Mile. Ma- he's making it up, whatever. No, but like some dude the was names having have been changed. Green Mile, Three said. Snakes Road. He was having seriously like <laughs> like an intense conversation with a coworker to the point where I'm like, I hope you don't work in defense <laughs> or some sort of government contract. Like I, everybody in this store heard whatever you're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just comical to me that like th- something that you had in like third grade and you talked to a friend a couple houses down with. That's what we're doing with technology. No, now it's all the old people on speakerphone, like my mom, oh, where she yeah. goes. Yeah. And, they st- speakerphone. I'm and she still puts it to her ear? No, with the speakerphone. Because that's, 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 the, that's even the no. best, when, when the hearing aids aren't even oh, like clicking. It's terrible. It's great. It's all terrible. It's Let's great. go back. Let's you're, go back to 1960. Your mom seems brighter than She's that, so. okay. very lovely. Right. She's a very nice lady. <laughs> Sweet woman. I love my mom. <laughs> all right. Now we move on to the first <laughs> section of the show where we don't pander to the, the listeners. We move right on to pandering on our own garages and projects and supporting each other. It's like a, it's like a roundtable support group of what have you done in your garage lately, Oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's that, no moans like that. We're supporting. We're, I'm know. sorry. I picked the wrong. Hi. Hold on. My the name is Eric clip. Stahl, and uh, this is what I have going on in my garage right now. I like that. Yeah, it sounds I like, like a confession. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe we'll change the segment. Hello. My name's Eric. Hi, Eric. Yeah. Uh, my garage is full of things. I'm not. Oh, God. 
So there's three of us, and it's kind of long. I'm going to try and get short on these. Um, the camper, I, I finally dewinterized it here in June because somebody wants to rent it. Okay, so what, what the camper, real quick, So recap. I got a River, Riverside Retro 166. It's a small uh, two-wheel, 16-foot uh, travel trailer. Single it's, axle. Yeah, single. It's made to be pulled by a four-cylinder car, or a V6 car, or a van. That's why we got it. And when we got it, we thought, well... This will be good for outdoorsy because some friends of ours are doing outdoorsy. It wasn't like unprecedented. This wasn't like an idea I sprung by myself. We thought, well, while we're not using it, let's rent it. Well, the last year has just been, you know, terrible. But uh, somebody said they want to rent it for the next coming holiday weekend. So I'm like, well, I guess it's as good a reason as any to dewinterize it, right, all the way into June. So got everything fired up, got it cleaned. And, uh, man, I'm like, it is so cute. It's it's so darn cool. It would be fun to drag it out and you do something with it. So, it's really cool. Yeah, so maybe maybe when fall rolls around, we'll get it back out, and my wife and I will do something with it. So, uh, Tree Hugger 1.0. Man, I tell you what, we went kayaking and canoeing this weekend. I had a good time with the family. And I so I, you know, because I don't want to get the Tree Hugger 3.0 dirty. <laughs> Tree Hugger 1.0 is a 2010 Forerunner uh, Trail Edition, which is a truck from the dealership I use a lot. And I don't want to call it a demo, but it's kind of a demo. And then I got a, <laughs> a 2017 Forerunner Tree Hugger 3.0, but it's much nicer. It's the uh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, the concrete. What is that? Is it called concrete cement. cement. Okay, yeah. I should know this color. Right? I'm such a nerd. Jake, Jake, Jake would, knows Jake, it. He'd be all right now. I know Jake, that color. Yeah, Jake is like, yeah, Jake. <laughs> I was gonna buy that truck. I, I took a picture of the day it came off the truck. Anyway. No sunroof. No sunroof. Anyway, I got 1.0 out, and I drove it, and was driving on the Mackinac out on the, on the on the gravel roads, getting canoes swapped out and moving canoers. And man, I love that truck. There's just something about it. Even with 210,000 miles on it, as rough and yeah. as dinged up as that sucker is. This is like an old pair of boots. Like uh, yeah. A comfy it, it, pair of boots. It totally is because the <laughs> yeah. seat is that loose and, and, and the steering is that loose. It's molded to your butt at this point. You've no, actually, so many no, miles. No, I actually pulled thing. the seat from 2.0 and put it in 1.0 because 1.0, oh. the foam was falling out of it. So <laughs> <laughs> I moved the seat over. 2.0 got in an accident, so we had to move some pieces. Anyway, we're still working on that. But, uh, yeah, I just tell you what, man. There's something about that truck. If I, I, You know, we, we, we talked about this earlier in the, in the pre-show. If I were to die, what should you do with me? I think maybe some of my ashes should be cast into 1.0. <laughs> And don't tell the next you know owner. What? They wouldn't notice him. Just <laughs> <laughs> such a mess. <laughs> just, just sprinkle it into the carpet. Yeah, yeah. Put some in the air filter. I didn't even know these things had an ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> Get in there, man. It smells like Eric in here. <laughs> uh, the only, and, and so Friday night, Gabe and I went down to the dealership. We had we, the Forts had sold a building. Uh, we call it the Hicks Building, affectionately across behind the McDonald's in North Pekin. And there's an 82 Land Cruiser that's been sitting in there. Mike and I took that down to Southern Cruiser Crawl the first time we ever went to Southern Cruiser Crawl. I called a barn find. Gabe was a little disappointed because it's not really a barn find. No, 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 no. You called it uh, original, like an all original. Well, I, okay, the paint's so all original, the condition's all original, but the seats have been changed. And somebody put a little piece of burlwood trim on the radio face. Yeah. And put screws in the roof and all that. And there's a Tasmanian devil on the deck. I mean, but Mike basically bought it from this guy as like a hunting vehicle. Yeah. And never changed. Just left it the way it is. And so it essentially hasn't changed since probably that guy bought it in 82 and put a, what has it got? The the roll cage in it too with all the tape. Yeah, aftermarket roll. And that's the thing. It had a handful of things that just weren't stock on it. It's a cool rig. It The engine ran It just rankled him. It just rankled him. He was so, he's like. I thought it was like a pristine, like this ancient (laughs) capsule of like perfection of what it used to be. And it was just different. And I liked it. 
was different. Anyway. It's a survivor. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The, so the car hasn't really run in six years. Uh, when we were down at Southern Cruiser Crawl, it got stranded on. There was we were on this hill with all these modern FJs and Tree Hugger 1.0, and uh, I mean Boulder is the size of your fist. Just, this whole road was just these big rolling rocks, and so that truck has no nothing electronic. You put it in low gear and you just let it eat. Well, you got three wheels eaten, but on those boulders and rocks, it really it can't do it. it just it's just digging itself a hole. Mm. And so the engine started to overheat, and those are kind of notorious. If there's not a lot of airflow, and the engine's working hard in low gear, even with a little extra ventilation motor that's on the side of the motor, it, it just it, it gets hot. And so he was watching it climb while he's sitting there. So Mike Mike kind of said, "I'm out." And uh, so Jonah, one of the guys in the Louisiana Land Cruisers group took a strap and he pulled Mike all the way through the trail and we took the old FJ down to uh, the pavilion. And Mike has never forgotten that moment. I think that, that kindness from Jonah, he still talks about that to this yeah. day. He still remembers that. It was it was cool to see a new FJ, newer, you know, take that old truck and be like, here, I'll help you. you yeah. know, but anyway. Come on, Grandpa. We yeah. can make it up this yeah. hill. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull you. Yeah, I wish I had video of it, honestly. It was pretty neat. That's great. Um, but no, it fired up easy, and you drove it back to the oh, dealership. Yeah. And so Gabe broke came it over Friday night, and we were just like, "All right, this I got premium gas, got the jump starter, and got another battery." Um, I mean, we were ready, for, and you brought carb cleaner, starter fluid, starter fluid. Yeah, yeah we, we were that gonna, we didn't need. Yeah, she fired off. Well, we put a new the jump box, kind of turned it over, but nothing was really happening. And so I said, you know what? We had the battery over there. Let's just put the battery in. It wasn't that bad. I, was, I had some scrappers on, working on the other side of the building, so we had to be there anyway. So we put the battery in, and then, then it's just cranking over like butter. Mm. It wasn't firing. And I just pulled the choke out, and Gabe's like, did you, touch the, did you press the gas pedal? I'm like, oh, yeah. You Pump do it a little. Yeah. <laughs> gave it two pumps. Poof, fired right up. Nice. Crazy. Nice. Stuttered a little bit on the idle, let it run for a little bit, choked, and pushed it in. I mean, I'll be damned. That that idle was pretty smooth for a car that hasn't run for six years or whatever it's been. Yeah, so I've had two 78 FJ40s, and neither of my engines ran as smooth and as nice <laughs> as that one did. And I thought, is that a 2F? Like, is that really the same engine? And apparently mine suck. <laughs> yeah, well, and, I mean, this this comes down to the same thing. It's it's always the same thing with Mike's cars. And it, just like the, the Plymouth you got, mm-hmm. which I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys talked about that in the last show. Um, uh, I think, we, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I yeah. mean, most of the time, whenever Mike has a car, um, it's always been in perfect condition. Even if it's an older one like that, the wires are done, the plugs are done. You know, it's it, all right. the filters have been done. Um, and then it's just put away and forgotten about. It's like, play with your toy, put the toy on the shelf. Oh, sure. let's blow the dust off of it and try it again some other time. And so that car went into that garage, into that Hicks building, in very Pretty good, good running order. Yeah, so I wasn't scared of the gas. I'm like, six-year-old gas? I mean, I, in my mind, it couldn't be that bad. And so I bought the premium fuel, and, and it was down on zero. It was on empty when I got it. So, okay. so I put some decent gas in there, and she fired right up, man. I was like, awesome. But then that e-brake was locked up. For one, and then the clutch would not move at all. I'm like, I, I, I was just sure that the clutch, clutch master cylinder wasn't working because it, it literally went down like like nothing. Like it was literally just a spring. Yeah, I was, I was you were just feel, pumping it, and there was like nothing. I was happening. feeling no compression whatsoever. I'm like, this this thing's blown. And uh, but if I pressed on first gear, and actually it started in reverse. I think I put it in reverse because yeah, <laughs> it lurched on me. I had I the rolled, door open and I shut it real quick and backed up. It rolled. I mean, instantly. <laughs> like it, all, it didn't go into gear because I had the clutch pushed in. But it, if I put a little pressure in reverse, it like caught the clutch, hmm. kind of moved. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. And so I thought, well, if the, if maybe I can push this thing 
and ro- get it rolling and just kind of force into first gear. Yeah. So that way we don't have to tow it across the street. Because I'd rather not go across the street with a tow strap. I don't have to. Sure. And so I kept pressing on it. And as I press on it, I got going maybe two miles an hour, three miles an hour. And all of a sudden, it's in first gear. I'm like, all right, cool. And as I got outside the building, I just kept riding it in first gear. I pressed clutch on and it went right to second gear. I'm like, and I didn't even realize. I'm like, I think the clutch is working now. It all worked itself out. I had like air in the line or something or something. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel, I felt like maybe thing was corroded, like the gates, like the oil was so gummed up or corroded inside the gearbox too. Could be. Yeah. Or it, just low. I almost felt yeah. it, when it first started, it was almost like the clutch was engaged. Remember when I turned it over, it was like the whole thing was kind of bucking. I, I maybe everything was seized together with rust from sitting there. Yeah, I was gonna say depending on moisture and stuff like that, I've seen them where the yeah the clutch the disc actually gets like. It was making a hell of a noise, like it was making contact. Yeah, we checked all the belts and stuff, yeah. and you fired it up to see if something and, was like rubbing. And, and then I just rubbed the shit out of it, and noises went away. So that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. The best way to do that too sometimes is is to kind of shock it, not without breaking. Obviously, yeah. not do like a giant like six k yeah. dump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just gave, uh, I just gave it a little bit of bump on the gas, and uh, yeah. And the noises all went away. Yeah, he blasted off into traffic across the dealership. I almost got hit following him in the Forerunner. Tree hugger three point one, one of the tires was <laughs> square on that thing too. That back end was like hopping. Some flat spots. Yeah, twenty nine's difficult. That stretch where, where the dealership That's is. That's why when I saw an opening, I had to run for it. <laughs> you just booked it. And I'm like, i got to be following him. And then I got out there. I'm like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Grab a gear and hold on. Mm-hmm. No, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. No, it was fun. That's exciting. It was a neat rig. It's yeah. fun to bring something like that back to life because you're, you're there's this hope like, okay, uh, this maybe like, there's hope for me. <laughs> right, right. Maybe I can be brought back to life. Maybe yeah. I can be like what viable. Born game? 84. Yeah. 84. Okay, yeah. that's older than you. It's Barely. fun. It's fun to see that stuff because it's like, it. to your point, when you have multiple vehicles, collectors, uh, you know, bice, uh, motorcycles, it doesn't matter what you collect. If you have a bunch of stuff, there is that tipping point. I think it's if you have more than two. Mm-hmm. I think it's. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I feel judged right now. That, no, so, no, so I'm a beer collector. I like it. You, you get to a point where you're like, you can't take care of all of them mm-hmm. uh, unless you either dedicate your time, you know, all your free time to it, or you have somebody come and help you or whatever, or you, or you rotate them. Yeah. So it's it's good to see. Hopefully, some of these you know other pieces of the collection will get out. Well, there. Friday Night Lights is coming up this Friday. And it might be kind of fun to drag that thing down there. I don't know. We'll see. Let's do it. Yeah. And by us, I mean you, because it's not mine. Do it. For, what, what are you, for, are you yeah. coming? Friday Night Lights? Be there? Yeah. I'd, I'd go. If, I think, you, I think if, we'll, if the three of us here and maybe some other friends, like yeah. maybe your right. buddy Jake Irish yeah. might yeah. drag his stuff out. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't think know. If Jake and I hang out, we usually leave Gabe at home. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's anyway. tradition. No. Yes. And uh, so the last story is, that I, I so we alluded to it a little bit, uh, throwing wrenches, crew got together for the canceled cars and coffee it It wasn't canceled for political reasons no and i think yeah right uh i think preston did the right thing it rained that morning it rained up until 7 30 or 8 o'clock that day so they canceled the cars and coffee in east Peoria, which is a huge deal used to be when we had everything down there we'd get 700 800 cars right Yeah. yeah it was huge and uh so he canceled it, and I think a lot of people think he does it willy-nilly, but he really does look at the weather reports. And, and they so, got sponsors and vendors and things, so you can't, hey, like... Fort, Fort's the sponsor. He reached out and let me know, too. Yeah. You know, that's cool. Yeah. And um, don't they park on the grass, too? So, like, if it's been raining all night, they can't use all those spaces? Yeah. yeah. So we decided. We made the command decision. I would, And I think somebody made the comment they'd never had a spud nut, which seemed... <clears throat> 
Did you take the Spud Nuts home, by the way? I did. Oh, the kids loved them. Yeah. Good. Everything yeah, I, was good. Everything right, was right, de- right. devoured. All right, good. I want to make sure that happened. I would have <laughs> loved to see them bounce off the walls. For the folks at home, what, what is a Spud so Nut? So a Spud <laughs> Nut. Uh, it's now called Tato's in Pekin. I think a new location is opening on Sheridan in Peoria? Uh, University, yeah. University, all yeah. right. Uh, Tato's Donut Shop makes their uh, donuts out of potato flake dough. And it is extra delicious when they do that. These are like the richest, most decadent donuts you've ever had. They're glazed. So good. Donuts are so good. Yeah. So I got a box of Tato's, and I headed down to the uh, Bass Pro Shop parking lot, and we had our own little mini cars and coffee. And, you know, we figured with Tree Hugger and Gabe, what is, does your vehicle have a name? The HJ. That's what you call it? Yeah, it's an HJ. you got to have a name. Who else has an HJ? <laughs> I, I, I must have a thing where I name everything. Is that what it is? No. No. You guys name your cars. We, yeah, we name them. But All they of- have, like, fun different names. Yours is just Tree Hugger 1, 2, and 3. Well, there's, there's a legacy. <laughs> you can, okay? You know, if somebody named their <laughs> there's kid. There's a pedigree. If, if I'm Daryl Scott Jr., you know, it's, I'm named after the first one, right? Am All I, right. It's like Seabiscuit. What was Seabiscuit's kid's name? Have you named uh, any of your other cars? Red Mist. <laughs> Red Mist. Okay. okay, no, Summer named that car, right? No, I, her and I both Okay, did, yeah. okay. Do you have a name for your green Celica? How about Aiden's stuff? No. no. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Don't, don't judge me. Okay. Get <laughs> Go on. You called me out. Go on. Me I out. did. Yeah. I found yeah. it. Anyway, so it was good. So we had your uh, your HJ. Yeah. And, uh, Which it, is a... 1988 HJ61 turbo diesel JDM. With the uh, ambulance roof. Yep, ambulance top. Yeah. Uh, and then Jake had his 80 series out there mm-hmm. uh, that's on the, what, the 40s? What the hell is that thing on? 37s? Uh, or tri- 37s, I think. 80 series Land Cruiser. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Triple locked. Get ready to take it out to Colorado here in a couple of weeks. It's so, ready to rock. It is. It is. That thing is a nice yeah. looking rig. Yeah. And I always like that because it reminds me, here's how much of an idiot I am. Uh, there was a kid in high school that had, his parents had one of those, and they let him drive it to like band practice. Dude, once. everything about you is with like band practice. The Volvo and the band sobs and everything. I was, I was a like, total band nerd. You must have been. His parents let him drive that one time, and I think he like curbed it or something. And it was like, it was, this is like 1994 or 5. Dude, they have like 80 profile tires on those things. You can't even curb them. No, <laughs> this dude. By the way, he's a Corvette driver now. But anyways, he uh, <laughs> with new balances. <laughs> with new balances, uh, he wound up like doing something and wrecking. And his mom's like, "Yeah, you're not allowed to drive this Land Cruiser anymore. This is too expensive. Here's a brand new Civic." And I'm like, "That's the worst thing ever." <laughs> so like shortly after that, I like there was a there's a Busta Rhymes video. Yeah. And if Jake is listening, Where our are good we friend going? Jake, hold on. There's a Busta Rhymes video. And it's a song called "I Make Sure Everything Remains Raw." You can Google this. The entire video, he's driving an 80 series Land Cruiser throughout um, like Times Square. Nice. Huh. And it's great. It's all shot through like a fishbowl lens. It's great. And he's just like, sitting on the hood, like rapping. Yeah. It's awesome. We're just driving it. Is it your buddy's Land Cruiser? No, it's bright red. It's oh. got like the gold trim. Like it is beautiful. And I'm like, when, this, this is like, you know, 14 year old Daryl. I'm like, I'm totally going to get one of those when I get old. And I never did. So every time I see Jake's, I was like, <laughs> I think I need to find one of these that's pretty great yeah <laughs> god good i story. should pull this video up no, yeah, well, i don't know if you should or not it's so good but uh anyway so we had our own little private uh cars and coffee and and then it's nice because the hj and jake's truck you guys popped on tailgates and tree yes. hugger and tree hugger i can lift the tailgate but i can't really pop and no, sit but we tailgate. all lined up it looked yeah. good yeah, yeah. we no. were half of the presence because other people showed up a little bit yeah there was that celica down the end which i i probably should know who that guy is it's a totally sweet Celica that's kind of like uh, modded out, and then it's a GTS. Uh, 
Uh, G- GT S edition with like the special seat, maybe, but it's not like an all track or anything like that. And no. then Preston was there with the Supra. So I think the Toyotas were representing like half of the event anyway. Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so anyway, so that that's all I have as far as projects go. But it was fun to just hang out and talk and sit and it like we didn't even go look at that much stuff. Like that was we more didn't fun even almost. we just sat there and talked. Daryl and I took one lap in like two minutes. Well, and I think Daryl and I had this conversation about having our own just like uh, you know car get together, not cars and coffee, not pure cars and coffee. Let's just you know when the, when Tato's opens up, let's just go down there on Sunday morning or Saturday morning. Park our cars, have a donut and a cup of coffee, and just hang out in the parking lot. Just gather, just loiter. Yeah, just, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah, why not? We could do it in your driveway, but it'd be more fun at Tato's, right? It, it is, and then you can actually like people on the on the street will be like, "What's that? What's yeah. going? What's that's cool?" And then they'll pull in, and then we we'll just this gets back to my whole narcissism thing from the pre-show. I'm telling you, it's 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 in the core. Look at me! Look at me! <laughs> What do you call that? Where you start like a flash mob? No, yeah, that's not. Well, that's not yeah, what we're trying to do. It is a Toyota flash mob. What are you like flashing? It. Nothing. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> what have you been up to, Daryl? Uh, so not too much. So uh, the last episode, I think we did mention the fact that uh, I had recently acquired a 1970 Plymouth Fury Three convertible. Uh, shout out to uh, our longtime listener, uh, Mr. Mike Fort, uh, for making that possible, and also to Eric for uh, facilitating. Um, that's, that's been a fun, fun project to kind of get going. And Gabe actually helped me, uh, it was probably like a month ago. It, it's been a while now. Yeah. A while. Uh, it was a weekend. I think my wife was away at a family reunion and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, mm, nothing. So, uh, he came over and we got the car running. Uh, put a I said we on. should work on the Cadillac and you're like, oh, we got this Fury instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I'm at the point in my life now where I start projects and then I get bored and then I start other projects. I don't know, if but that's not even fair because the Plymouth was heaped on you because getting back to that Hicks building we were talking about. Yeah. Everything was getting thrown out of there. So there's some urgency to get it out. Right. And it was drivable. Yeah, in some ways, versus a Cadillac, right? It was closer to the finish line than the yeah. Cadillac, yeah. and still is. Like, yeah. <laughs> like inches or feet closer, though. I know. I mean, I know they're both very close. But go on. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, no, no. It's 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 funny. Um, so three uh, three eighteen two barrel automatic car, really nice, clean, uh, rust free Arizona originally car. Um, so not too bad. Uh, got the thing running. Put a new fuel pump on it. Went through the ignition. Cleaned the car about. Blah blah blah. Um, still need to put brakes on it. Uh, Gabe and I r- realized after about four hours of working on it that it runs great. Uh, it doesn't stop great. <laughs> so we put a new... <laughs> just put, don't hit the gas. If you inch, you can stop it. Yeah, you can kind of creep let around. It, let it idle and can then you slam the brakes. No, so so we put... Even pumping it uh, with the original Master uh, <laughs> did absolutely not. It was, it, was, it was not happening. Yeah. And you guys have been to my house. My driveway is like a sled hill. Oh, yeah. You don't want to go down with no brakes. No. Going up would be okay with no brakes. Right. Uh, and so you have to drive it back to the garage. Yeah, exactly. And being a uh, four-something, thousand-pound vehicle, 19 feet long, it, it would do some damage. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we put a new master cylinder on it, and lo and behold, I'm not getting any, any fluid to the back. So either the lines clogged or the most likely the hoses collapsed. Mm-hmm. Still haven't. That's where it's sat. Okay. Uh, I haven't had time to get back to it. Yeah. So I will. I will. I promise. And uh, we talked to some guys at the car show, and what was their advice? Just redo it all. They're just don't like, do it half. Shuck and all the lines. Replace all the lines. Replace all the hoses, wheel cylinders, everything. So I have everything with the <laughs> lines. I've got wheel cylinders, hardware, all that. 
But I'm on inlinetube.com looking at, for like basically for like 300 bucks and get all new. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the nice thing. Everything's pretty yeah. cheap on this. Sounds yeah. like for the most part, and and uh, Chrysler stuff actually kept. So like from like sixty, like basically sixty nine until like seventy eight. There's so many parts that interchange, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the downside is um, <laughs> everything needs to be replaced. But also, <laughs> that's the thing. Um, one, but it sounds like it's different car, than, than the Cadillac. I mean, when you say mm-hmm. everything needs to be replaced in the Cadillac from a car from the fifties. It's different. That's a whole different project. I mean, you're having to source things and run. I mean, right. and you can't just like get on Rock Auto and just like buy parts. No, for the most part, and and, and that's the fun part about the uh, the the Fury is that there is like there's Facebook groups and there's like you know junkyards and stuff that just specialize in C body Mopars, which mm-hmm. is the full size ones. So that's kind of neat. And what's neat to me as a kid growing up, like uh, I was, I grew up a Chevy guy. And this is like such a foreign landscape to me, and it's that's where I also enjoy. And, and I think you guys are kind of the same way. You get something new, it's like, oh, I'm going to read and research, and I'm going to learn everything I can about this because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. And then you become like this instant expert, and then at the end of it, you're like, okay, and I still need to fix it. Like it's fun, to- <laughs> and now I know nothing. <laughs> yeah. And that's the fun because for wh- however much you learn about something, new project, new yeah. whatever you take on. There's somebody who's been doing just that thing. Oh yeah, for 50 years. Yes, yes. And they're like, they're the Jedi Master. That's who you need to talk to. Yeah. So I've learned a little bit of that, and uh, I've already, I've already had like three people. You gonna sell that thing? I'm gonna buy. It. I want to buy it. I want to buy it. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not selling. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna drive it. And enjoy it. Uh, and then I looked at the calendar. I'm like, yeah, it's a convertible, and summer's half over. Yeah. So <laughs> I need to probably get on that. So I'll say this though. I mean, when you took the car, the condition of the paint was. Pretty rough. The interior, mm-hmm. the top had been down in this Morton, yeah. this, this basically that Morton building had been in forever. Sure. It was like a, a layer of just filth on top of that upholstery. Uh, it was actually the bombonic plague, I think, is what was on it. It was pretty bad. Fortunately, the vinyl just wiped right off, right? I mean, if they would have had that back in the dark ages, it might have gone a lot easier. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, I will, I, again. Sarah I, put in some work. Sarah did. And as Gabe usual, did as usual. Gabe was out there with the foam cannon and uh, the pressure did, washer. I just played. But but the upholstery, I mean, that, that green now just like popped right out of those seats, yeah. right? Yeah, it's super, super nice. I will. I don't get paid for this, but Amazon Basics. Amazon sells an enzyme cleaner that yeah. will eat nasty stuff, yeah. and it's great. And it's twenty five bucks a gallon, and y'all need to buy it and use it on everything. <laughs> use it for you know if your sewer backs up in the basement, just dump it down. Can I clean it. my kids? Yeah, <laughs> you could. Yep. Amazon <laughs> got plumbing problems. Amazon Basics. It's and it's got a wonderful pine solly smell. Hmm, so nice. uh, highly recommend that. It does wonders and it doesn't damage anything. So other than that, though, no, I'm just honestly I've been lazy this summer, uh, just between work and everything that I've got going. Um, it sucks when you get home at the end of the day and you're just like, I, I have three things I could do and I should do and I like doing. I just don't want to do it. Oh, I'm I'm there right now. Every day yeah, of my life. Yeah, we're, it's like oh, in the morning. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. No, it's true. No. <laughs> you get to a point where you're like, this is fun. This is a hobby. I should enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. And the thing is, I'll start feeling it in like November when it's 27 <laughs> degrees and I can't go work in my garage. Well, the problem is we don't have HVAC controlled workspaces. So no. it's either dead hot or freezing cold. That's the worst. Part. That's the <laughs> so worst thing about this time. The of year. spring and the fall are kind of nice, right. and you get like three days, because <laughs> in Illinois the weather just shifts. One hundred percent. Yeah. 
So and that's where I'm at. I've got some other things, just you know, helping some other people. I, I do also want to say uh, shout out to uh, uh, our good friend Jake Irish. I did. I went a little overkill. Every yeah. day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. I did buy. <laughs> so my wife and I, my wife and I live on a half acre, and I decided to complicate my life after my. I mean, between the house and the driveway and the garage, yeah. how much of that's a mobile half acre? Mm, I don't know. Not Forty-seven that. feet. <laughs> Square feet. It's, it's got it's some a, beautiful a, landscaping tucked in there. Too. It's a fair amount. It's yeah. a fair amount. But I did decide to complicate. I had a, a handmade. I've got a little Honda self-propelled 22-inch nothing, right? And then my neighbor, years ago, he gave us a Sabre by John Deere rider. Uh, and that was the infamous, hey, does this thing run? Yeah. Oh, it could. Like, I'll take it. It, had, just, it had no engine cover, did it? No shroud? No, it did. I took it off when I was working on it. Okay. I got it running, put a carb on it, and sharpened the blades. It was fine for a couple of years, and then everything every season it was like I need to replace the coil, I need to replace the ignition switch, and a, two tires here. And I got to a point where I'm like, I'm I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Kind of like the same reason I got rid of the Jeeps as my daily. I'm like, yeah. I'm done working on this and driving it every day and making payment. Like this yeah. sucks. <laughs> Jeep daily means you work on it daily. Yeah, to to, to a point. <laughs> So I made the switch just like the dailies. I'm like, I'm going to buy Toyotas and just turn the key, turn the ma- you know, make sure the maintenance is good, and yeah. just use it. Yeah. Uh, and the same thing happened with our mower. I decided to buy a. Uh, I'm really proud of this. It's a it's a 42 inch Hustler mower. Don't Google that. It's not about the size. Don't Google size yes. matters. Uh, Raptor XL zero turn with a 21 horse Kawasaki two cylinder. And I'll tell you what. That thing will probably do donuts if I want it. Well, yeah. I know it will. Yeah. Tadows? Uh, Tadows? Spud nuts? It'll do spud nuts in the driveway. This thing will mow our lawn in like 21 minutes flat. I guarantee. Guarantee. So shout out to Jake Irish and the folks at German Bliss Equipment. German Bliss. They should be a sponsor. They should. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to talk about them. Yeah, they're fantastic. It's either them or him's. <laughs> Why not both? Landscape. Yeah. Uh, they also sell besides hustlers. Uh, they will they will hook you up. They also are a, a simplicity and a X mark dealer. Kubota. Kubota dealer yeah. for sure. Yeah. But if you're a residential goob like me, and you're just like, hey, I need something to mow my lawn, and I don't want to buy some Home Depot grade garbage. Yeah. yeah. Jake Irish, yeah. your man. Jake Irish is your man. German Bliss Equipment. Check them out on the web. Anyways, that's all I got. I'm excited. That gets delivered Thursday. And you better believe I'm going to be mowing most of my neighbor's grass because they're going to be like, what did you buy? I can't what wait to see the TikToks. And you oh. got a free hat. This is going to be TikToks. Two free hats, brother. Two free That's hats. That's why Gabe wanted to go down there. Gabe's like, I want a koozie. I'm like, I got one million koozies. <laughs> do, you, do you want a hat? No. I'm going to guy. Only if it says Jake you want Irish. a hat? I Only if it says guy. Irish on it. Yeah, I got a guy. <laughs> Good. But you also mow your brother-in-law's yard. So you've got multiple yards. Like you're going to put yeah. it to good use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. You'll, for sure. you'll find stuff to mow. The neighbor, you know, if she looks like she's struggling, I've seen those people across the street. Yeah. They could use a good Samaritan. They you could. can't do it. Yeah. Do it once, you're going to be done. There's so many. Hills. Their yard is, their yard is so small. He'll be done within ten minutes. I will, and then I'll be on the porch sipping country tie and lemonade, going, <laughs> "It's good to have land." <laughs> All right, Stewie. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> good call. No, I know. All right, so Gabe, what have you been up to? I've talked way too long. Well, let's get right back to to Jake Irish and German yeah. Bliss. So, I uh, I have my big garage project um which, which we'll i get, still haven't seen because yeah. i ignored you friday night do it yeah no what we'll, we'll get back to but uh i had to do some backfill with some pea gravel and my contractor was like yeah i gotta i gotta rent like a mini skid to do this blah blah and i was like whoa 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 let's not spend more money here we're cutting every dime we can so i talked to jake 
he let me demo a mini skid. So he brought that puppy out. Nice Kubota. It's like an SCL 1000, I think. Okay. Taught me how to use it in like two minutes. Set me loose. I had that whole thing done in 1.6 hours on the machine. Couple of you know, couple of minutes shovel time here and there. It was a lot of fun. So I made a little YouTube video. Had a good time. He showed it to some customers. He's like, "Oh, we don't need footage of this." So that was fun. That was oh, good. Um, he was like, "You should buy one and go in construction business." But that's different than TikTok. See, the way what he did there wasn't TikTok. So, no, so he's better than it you was there, like a six maybe. minute video. Okay, with no like rap music behind it. So <laughs> <You> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different realm. Okay. I only have one TikTok with rap, but that's fine. That's <laughs> that you've fine. made or you watch? Yes, that I've made. Okay. No, I watch a lot. I exactly. Watch a lot. Yeah. So what's this? What's so this? No. What's so the and the next point is the garage is dead. Long live the garage. And I say that because since I have gotten that skid steer and made the video, nothing has happened. What do it's you mean? been. A month, Who, and there has been and, zero progress. Is that your on contractor? Is that you? What's going on? I talked to him, and he claims that he has no deadline on the trusses, and that without uh, the trusses, he can't plan the next couple steps. He doesn't want to just do two things and then wait on that still. And it's it's been a little frustrating. So we'll see. Engineered trusses and stuff like that. Yeah, they're like okay. fifty nine foot long, so they're <laughs> like as they said they're as big as you can fit on a semi trailer. That's big. Yeah. So are they going from the crown of the garage back? Is that what's going on? Yeah, it's going okay. from the very front of my garage all yeah. the way to the back. Okay. And um, your garage is existing. It's a three-car, three-stall garage. Right, but they're basically tearing out the third stall to build this all the way back from okay. the top up. So you're getting a pretty good size expansion and a lot more height? Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, on paper. No, the uh, the ceiling height in the garage is going to stay the same because we'll have extra room potentially to finish up top. Okay. Um, I didn't want to blow it up for a lift or anything like that. Yeah. So I'd rather have potential living space than like it's going to be enough garage space mm-hmm. for residential. But so oh, that, I wish you well. Yeah, it is what it is. And then uh, it's not a project, but man, I get on these online auctions and <laughs> I, I just like, should I bid on this? Should I bid on this? And then I'm sending Daryl a picture, Eric a picture of like, I'd bid on it. But I don't bid enough. No, I okay. think, you know, see, here's a problem with anything like that. Because if, if you bid and got it, then you sometimes feel like you bid too much. You bid to what you thought it was worth and you didn't get it. Let some other Jamoke get it and save your money for another day on another bid, right? <laughs> for For the most part, but like... It's been a hundred dollars two times. I bet on a nineteen. As far as you know, it might. I mean, it's just like bring a trailer auctions. Then they give you another minute or another three minutes. Like it's it. not real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the next thing you know, it's five thousand dollars later, and you thought it was just a hundred dollar off, but you don't know. That could be. That could be. But it's just it's disappointing when like you bid on something and it doesn't go up another thousand or two thousand. It goes up a hundred bucks and you lose. <laughs> so what are your two examples where you have lost a bid by one hundred dollars on a car or truck that you wanted? So about three weeks ago, two three weeks ago, nineteen sixty nine Rolls Royce Silver Shadow maroon on black or maroon and black exterior, oh, man, tan it's a interior. Sweet color combo. It was. Gorgeous. It maybe needed a little engine work to get running. Maybe. But it, it was, went for seven grand. It was, and these are twenty thousand dollar plus cars. And it was in a museum collection in Nebraska. Basically. Like, beautiful. Yeah. But it just had it been basically sitting on a platform and hadn't run in eons. Right. But it would. Yeah. But also I didn't maybe. need another project. No. And my wife would have literally buried me in the backyard. I think so. she might have. I could just see <laughs> Rachel's face. So it's better that I didn't win. And oh then uh, I just just literally uh, Monday, Monday I was bidding on a uh, Jeep J10. It's a 1982, 
and like I a bid little half ton kind of wagoneer front, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. And it was in pretty good shape. Uh, had like aftermarket stereo and sound system, but uh, it had an accident in the history. One hundred sixteen thousand miles wasn't that bad. Wasn't all rusted out. Like patina, just like coat it and run it and just have fun. Four wheel drive. drive, locking yeah. hubs, okay. good stuff, man. Four speed. And I bid thirty four hundred bucks, and I actually had to go to court. Miraculously, I never go to court hardly anymore. I was busy in court, lost it thirty five hundred. You could have done the bid right there at my office because you came by and saw me right after. That court. was the week before. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. I actually have gone to court three or four times in the last two weeks. It's crazy. It's oh. like I have to work, but <laughs> it's all right. Which never happens. <laughs> that's fine. So that's, that's fine. been very disappointing. It's not a project, but like, oh, bid more, I guess. Hmm. And then uh, today, I guess I had no project, so my wife's like, oh the. The car's really rattling. I don't know what's going on. And I looked at it real quick, and I saw the power steering fluid was down. So I was like, I'll get some of that. And I heard a little bit of, like, an exhaust tick. I didn't know if it was from the engine or from the exhaust. And I couldn't really source it. So I text Eric, because I'm like, hey, is the dealership busy? Because the other week I was out, they had a pretty light day. So I was like, hey, if you get a light day, cool. And he's like, no, we're not. We're crushed, like he Mm -hmm. just said. So I'm like, no problem. So I got some power steering fluid, topped it off, ran it again, was looking under it. And I found the the heat shield over the muffler is literally just dangling onto the muffler and just rattling because it's only got one bolt still in it. So all of those washers just went through the heat shield and they all just fell. Disappeared. So the tin uh, versus the steel, they they have an electromagnetic... there's like an oxidation that uh, yeah like electrolysis or electrolysis something. Yeah, happens. Yeah. it was so that, crusty that tin just literally gets eaten away by the steel washer and they fall through and it doesn't matter if it's a camry or an fj or whatever those tin shields just drop on your mufflers next thing you know, they're like yep. yeah, yeah yeah it's crazy so it's been worrying my wife because she's been driving it yeah uh since i got her seller land cruiser yeah. you know downgraded her um <laughs> but uh I I tried to like back off the the nuts on a couple of the bolts there. Uh, I just broke two of them off. And yeah. then the fourth one was already gone. So I only have one of the four. So I'm like, well, I'm not putting anything back up. I texted Daryl. I'm like, how important is a heat shield yeah, on if your you're exhaust? Idling in tall, dry grass, yes. But but it's up top. It doesn't matter. It, it's, it's, a, a, it's above the exhaust yeah. on the body, though. Yeah. So it's but, not affecting it, anything it dissipates, below it, right? It, it, it dissipates heat rising in there. So if you're doing okay. stop and go traffic and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it, it's keeping the body from getting too much heat in a hot spot or something like that. But so realistically, can we, you're central Illinois. You're probably never going to need it. So Can we drive it to Indiana next yeah. week? Yes. Okay. See? Highway driving is not even a problem. It's it's literally stop and go or sitting in traffic in Chicago, maybe, if it's 100 degrees outside. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. I will retract my message to her that I fixed it with quotation marks. And, and all you need to do is you just get bigger washers. <laughs> I mean, that's really the solution to that. You put that same shield. Did you already throw the shield away? Oh, I fold it in half and threw it. Yeah, the, you could. The you could get another shield with smaller <laughs> holes on it, or you could just get bigger washers and. Put it well, back but in. the problem is, all those bolts are welded to the body, yeah, just and gotta... three of them are gone. Oh, really? Yeah, because two of them snapped when I lightly yeah. tried to back them yeah. off because they were so crusty and rusty, and the the last one was just gone. Yeah, they were. It was only yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's probably fine. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be fine. Okay. It'll be a little warmer. That's and then uh, I changed the tractor tire. That was it on my the front of my uh, lawnmower. Isn't that the worst job ever? Uh, I tried to do it myself and it was terrible, so I paid a guy twenty bucks. Yeah, dude, Farm and Fleet does it for like nothing. Yep. I'm, yeah, nev- I'm never going to try and do it myself. Okay. I was out here with a hammer and a chisel, banging on my tool bench, trying to knock it off the bead. Yep. Why? I did that one time. Why? I got two inner tubes on the front of our other tractor, and yeah. I was like, "This 
will never happen again. <laughs> this sucks. But you yeah. know what? I broke the bead in like three minutes yeah. on this tire in my driveway. It wasn't hard to break the bead on both sides, but I couldn't get the rim out. Yeah. Um, mm. And then I watched the kid do it. I went to Frank's Tire because I took it to Flingingers and Morton. They're like the John Deere shop. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I need a tire. I took in the whole wheel with the tire, and I'm like, hey, I just need this. They're like, oh, we'll sell you the tire, but we don't do them anymore. I'm like, okay, like, take it to Frank's. Took it to Frank's. They're cool people. I watched this young kid do it. If I had those little tools that just go around the edge, yeah. I can do everything this guy did. Like, what do they even call them? Like pie bars or spoons or something? I don't know. Yeah. It's difficult. Uh, I don't know. My son's playing airsoft outside. Maybe they got some heavy artillery. Uh-oh. The FBI found you. Sounds like a... Oh, the C-130s yeah. from the uh, yeah. Let me sometimes Air fly over the when, they're, when they're looking for people running through my yard in black outfits. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. totally normal. <laughs> Totally fine. We love you all. Goodbye. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Sounds like we're all busy-ish yeah. this summer. Got plenty going on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure by the time we do the next show, we'll still be talking about the same projects. Probably. The right. caddy will be running. So, uh, <laughs> in this day in history, Daryl, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but in 1969 on July 18th, do we have theme music for this? Yeah, hold on. There we go. Hold He's going to go womp womp. There we go. Watch this. Uh, there we go. This day in history, Daryl. July 18th, 1969. What is the significance of the Oldsmobile Delmont 88? It's like a just a series. It was before they called them Delta 88s. Yeah. It was like the Delmont 88, which sounds much more formal. It sounds like a supper club. Um, I'm at the uh, reservations for two at the Delmont. Yeah. But it was I don't know why. They okay. Called well, it that. So do you know why today is significant for that car in 1969? Mm-mm. Uh this would be the day that one was found upside down at Chappaquiddick. Uh, oh, Ted Kennedy? Yeah. Driving a Oldsmobile Delmont 88. Wow. That was the car. Yeah, that was the car. I did not know that. Yeah, I just looked up uh, history.com this day. Now, by the time the show is produced and it's in your ears, it will not be the 18th. But I thought, oh, Daryl might know what a Delmont 88 is. And then what I thought I would do is I'd pull a picture of a Delmont 88, but I forgot to do that in the pre-show notes. So I don't. does it look like a car that a Kennedy would drive? No, they're kind of a plain four-door sedan, kind of a like a government issue. I was going to say, it looks like a more of a government issue car. Okay, was he incognito? Where was he going? Questionable. <laughs> there's lots of conspiracy. he was a Kennedy. There's, there's movies and books written about it, right? Yeah, and you can look up for some reason. I don't Mary Jane Kopechny. Kopechny, yeah, that's okay. Her. I don't know why I remember that woman's name. You remember everything. No, it's, but but I'm I was born ten years after cars and yeah. women. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh yeah, there, there's all there's Mary Joe, yeah, Mary Mary Joe, Mary Jane, Mary Joe, yeah, something like that. The Capecni name sticks out. The 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 interesting part about that is that shortly after that, I think that model disappeared, and by like 1970 or 71, it was like it's a Delta 88. Like oh, may, oh, maybe Del- maybe we just stumbled on some interesting car history. Ex- ex- they changed the model name because of the uh, the publicity, the tainting of the brand, if you will. There you go. Yeah, you yeah. don't want the taint, Ted Kennedy. No. Exactly. Yeah, taint. Stay away from it. <laughs> like, but the, the, the same could be said for, I'm, I'm thinking of other uh, vehicles that might have, remember the Suzuki Samurai? Yeah. And they had like that test where like the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety said yeah, they but, were unsafe. And then they're like, oh, well, the Samurai's done. Now it's the sidekick. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> but but they rebranded. Cared. Nobody cared. Everybody with the Samurai didn't care. They, that car was still cool whether it rolled over or not. We should like, get Samurai. It's like the we Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You might be onto something. Let's all get. Let's do like a Top Gear. We all have like twenty five hundred bucks, and yeah. we find like a Craigslist Samurai. I yeah. wish that was our life. I know. No. This reminds me of the uh, Arrested Development. 
where they're like, oh, we got rid of the Bronco because of the OJ thing. This is the Ford Escape. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had a friend of mine, and he had a 95, a white Ford Bronco. And as a goof, when he got it, his license plates, he had vanity plates. Kato? No, it said Wes OJ's two. Oh no! And everybody at, at like, every, every time he was at a gas station, not he's worth like, it. Was that not a, worth like, it? No, no, no. Like it was yeah. like a big joke for him. Yeah, he had It'd like, be like a years. pharmacist with Bill Cosby's picture in his office. Right, yeah. just one of those things. Like <laughs> funny, but maybe don't do it. <laughs> maybe don't do it. Uh, number one customer, Bill Cosby. Anyway, yeah. All right, ready to go, to go on to the uh, news there, Daryl? Yeah, I think yeah. it's time to uh, explore what's happening in the world around us. All right. If it's news to you, it's news to us. It's Automotive News with Throwing Wrenches Podcast. A nice roundup here. What's going on in the world? Uh, you know, we got a few things. I know you guys uh, skimp on the news, so I'd like to drag a few <laughs> things out here. And I forgot all about this, but Gabe reminded us in the pre-show, Lordstown. Remember Lordstown? I do. It's your womp, fa- womp. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, Lordstown is- Motor, they filed for bankruptcy, and then while they were at it, they sued Foxconn. What? Let me just hop in this real quick. This is from Reuters on June 27th, just a couple weeks old. U.S. electric truck manufacturer Lordtown Motors at Ride.O. If you're looking for their stock ticker symbol, good luck. Filed for bankruptcy protection on Tuesday and put itself for sale after failing to resolve a dispute over a promised investment from Taiwan's Foxconn. Shares of Lordstown tumbled 35%. Was that from like 80 cents down to 50 cents or something? <laughs> I don't know. In trading on the NASDAQ, the company's bankruptcy is not the first among a crop of EV startups that went public during the pandemic era SPAC boom. What's the SPAC boom? I guess there's a hot link there. I could find out what that is, but I'm not going to. Lordstown was a high-profile member of the class, and because it was challenging the core legacy of Detroit's automakers, business was in the high-margin pickup trucks and because of its location. Because its location is Lordstown, Ohio, and uh, I think as far as, like, Daryl's top ten automotive factories. Yeah, this one's in the top three. Right? It's up there for sure. <laughs> for now, for till sure, till it's dust and rubble. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, <clears throat> I feel I feel bad for the folks of Lordstown, but go ahead. We knew it was going to happen. We've been talking about this for a year. the 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 thing that's interesting about this article, and I'm glad we we brought this up. It looked to me like Foxconn was going to be the salvation to Lordstown. Mm-hmm. It looked to me like Apple's been talking about building a car. Yeah. Obviously, Foxconn works with Apple, so we got a truck being made at Lordstown. Maybe this is finally the peanut butter and chocolate moment, you know, where everything comes together. Yeah, and we have the perfect symmetry, but that doesn't appear to be the case. So somebody got peanut butter in their chocolate, and somebody else got <laughs> salt. <laughs> Call that a reason. Salt in their wound, <laughs> so it didn't really work. Well, I guess out. salt is good. Everybody likes salt and yeah. chocolate. That good yeah, why is that a thing? See, by the way, chocolate. Sweet and sugar, baby. Sweet and salty. Sweet and savory. Sweet and salty. Yes. Well, but... this is interesting for a couple things. First off, we've been talking about like electric trucks, and it's been what? It's been Tesla Cybertruck, mm-hmm. it's been Rivian, and it's been Lordstown. Mm-hmm. But Lordstown, now clearly, obviously out. We've, <laughs> we've talked about it. Yeah. Cybertruck finally coming out, allegedly. Like the first one rolled off the platform yeah. the other day. Recently, yeah. Like according a week or to two ago. One picture. Yeah. Who, who would ever count Elon out as far as that goes? Yeah. I mean, you'd be insane. If you if you were to put, if, if I were putting money down on the ponies, mm-hmm. and I had Lordstown, and I had Rivian, and I had Tesla Cybertruck, or whatever, yeah. and these whatever knockoff brands, Canoe, you you know that Elon's going to be in the race. 
You know, he's going to be a, he's going to be a showing. Oh, right? he's in the race, but if there's only two people, does he get second? Well, no, there's like 10 of these trucks. I mean, we we did the 12 EVs of Christmas, remember? Yeah. <laughs> there's a million EV trucks. But are they tru- oh, they're all trucks? Yeah, I think they yeah. were okay. all trucks. Yeah. 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 However, uh Lordstown did have something that was somewhat viable. It like if you again, if you look at everything on paper, looked great. Yeah. Lordstown apologist. Absolutely. He's got a flawed judgment in the whole thing. I, I, I am. I, I just... He's sad. What the hell, man? I see his face. What happened? <laughs> do you remember... The, okay, do you remember the Quentin Tarantino movie, Jackie Brown? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Robert Forster. Robert... Yeah, he was great. Uh, De Niro. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, there's a scene with him and Samuel L. Jackson. And Samuel L... It, it's in an old VW bus... Stuff goes down, and at the end, Samuel L. pulls a gun on De Niro, and they they go back a long way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, what the blank happened to us? We used to be beautiful. And that's how I feel every time I read a story about Lordstown. <laughs> about Lord, the factory, Does though. Lordstone have the... Does, yes. The, do they have the little uh, goat that's that's weaved like Samuel Jackson's right on the chin? No, no. <laughs> that was a great film. Uh, however, uh, I just I do feel bad because they did have a quasi-viable product. I just don't feel like that whole situation was run very well. And even with someone else coming in, some other partnerships, like... It doesn't change the, the need for that. Uh, uh, the need for an EV truck in the states, built in the states, is huge. Mm-hmm. I just why isn't someone else giving them money to do that? And why isn't someone else swooped in and been like, "Yeah, this CEO blew. Let's get someone else in here and and get it done." I think the, I think they had their best shot with Foxconn. So I, I think it's too late. And I think as we showed in the, in the twelve EVs of Christmas, mm-hmm. there's there, and, and the whatever the SPAC movement is, it's probably what we were talking about with all these different manufacturers trying to get out there. Yeah, I mean, there's money being thrown around willy nilly. These guys just just tons. I don't know who these these equity firms are that just have billions of dollars to throw at experimental trucks and stuff like that. Oh, there's there, there's money. Yeah, there's yeah. money out there. So I mean, this is just one of the. One of the corpses in the uh, the lineup of vehicles that will be dead vehicles that we won't even remember ten years from now. No, yeah. uh, I mean Nikolai, Nikola, or whatever. That'll be one of them, mm-hmm. right? I forgot that. Yeah, <laughs> it, I totally forgot that. Too. It's still there. I mean, there's going to be lots of them, and uh, it was a great idea. But ultimately, I mean, Ford's Ford's selling plenty of their their electric trucks. I'm sure Chevy will be. A I bit. saw a Hummer EV in Morton the other day. Yeah, look dumb. <laughs> Ford's, Ford's having trouble with they're, the, they're dropping the price. I saw it has 17 percent price drop. Yes, they're having trouble with that, and they're having trouble, big trouble with the Mach E. Yeah, if you look recently, they I called see it, it a I Mustang. See on, I see it on the used car lots. Uh, I refuse to. Now hashtag not my Mustang. Exactly. But they're having trouble with those hashtag in particular. Electric ponies live here. Yeah, I, I really, really <laughs> wish, like at some level. Where is the sub seventy k electric truck? Yeah, that's one of those. Th- I would think that think people are that consumers might be ripe for something that isn't a Ford or a GM or a Dodge or you know something that's new that's a startup that's different and, and kind of like Rivian. Well, and so I've, I've had two conversations with Rivian people. Maybe they shouldn't have told me I'm privy, but the quad motor and the eight thousand pound truck uh-huh. is overbuilt for most people. This is the same with uh, the Hummer. The Hummer's like a 1,200 horsepower well, Yeah, and like 11,000 pounds, whatever the hell that thing is. Yeah, it's insane. It's too much. And so they've overbuilt these cars. They, they went all performance on them, which I think everybody thought 
because Tesla laid that out. Tesla put all kinds of numbers yeah, out come there. come in flashy and yeah. then go to the lower model. Yeah, and so yep. we don't need a motor on each wheel. No. It's, that's cool, but you could have a, a dual-motor truck. And, I mean, think about the guys who buy the electric trucks. I mean, I remember when the Lincoln truck came out, the, the Ford F-150 version. Yeah, the, the Blackwood. The Blackwood, yeah. I mean, And my barber about, had one, and what? I'm like, this is the weirdest thing I've yeah. ever seen. He's like, oh, it's great. It's great. I'm like, yeah, maybe. And we got the Capstone Tundra. I mean, a lot of people buy these trucks just to drive them around as, like, passenger cars, right? Uh-huh. How many people actually use a truck as a truck? And how many people actually need that much horsepower, that much climbing torque? You don't. You know, a dual motor and a smaller truck, like you're saying, mm-hmm. with a shorter range and a, a cheaper price, that would probably sell probably twice as much. What if Lordstown or Nikola or some of these other EV startup truck companies that are kind of, uh, uh, what do you call them? Dead. Disruptors? <laughs> yeah, dead. <laughs> dead. I like the disruptor tag, but yeah. DOA. Yeah. What if they were putting out something that was like a 30K, like a, like a Ford Maverick size yes. EV that that's was what, like that's affordable, small? And like manageable. What think, if they did that? I think Wall Street Journal just had an article about these Japanese trucks being pulled over. That everybody's doing. Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, and they're coming to the states. They're all getting the twenty-five year limit, and they're coming over here. And people use them on the farms because we lack vehicles now. They're just literally industrial small vehicles without the bells and whistles. You're spoiling my car of the week. Oh boy! Dang it! <laughs> Sorry, that happens. No, it's true yeah. though. It's true. Like I've seen so I many ahead. I didn't see yours, Gabe. By the way, so. so many of those imported, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> like like what Gabe has, like a little micro truck, a little yeah. like a K well, K truck. Yeah. And I was saying on that K truck he bought that you know electric motor. What if you were to transition that thing to a, a, a couple of deep cycle batteries and an electric motor? Reliable. You, you it gets you all around Morton. You know, all day long. You could get the kids to school. You could run around the yard, do stuff. You do whatever you want. And literally plug it in at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing to me is that this reminds me of like early auto manufacturers in the EV market now, where you had hundreds of them and you got like a couple models here and there, and then they disappeared or they got rolled into the bigger mm-hmm. companies. Right. So it's crazy to see these old vehicles where there's like, oh, there's only five of them still around. And it wasn't even a popular manufacturer. And now I see that a little with like Lordstown and other places where they had a chance and they didn't make it. But they didn't ever put anything on the road, so. No, no. I'll pour one out. <laughs> uh, next time I'm having a beverage, I will pour one out for Well, just homies. buy the factory. You'll be fine. You well, just like the factory. So I read an article today. It was about Buckminster Fuller, and he had his little uh, airplane car. Mm-hmm. It was, like, supposedly the worst car ever made to, to drive. But his thought was you could drive, like, from New York to Los Angeles at 120 miles an hour. Yeah. You know, anyway, there was, like, three of them made. And I think they all kind of fell apart. But there's some plans. So somebody made one. And that, I mean, we're talking about cars from the 1950s, maybe, when he did that. Buckminster died in, like, the 80s. Yeah, by, it was, by, like, earlier, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, so people still have interest in those vehicles. They're combustion engines. They're basically, like, aluminum bodies. But will these EVs have any kind of heritage like that 50 years from now? I don't know. And people have asked that. We've had that conversation in the antique car circles that i run in it's like well what <laughs> i'm sure those are very defined opinions yeah. though they are, I, I, i'm they in are. that club now yeah yeah gabe and i are both <laughs> both in these circles you know, they could be a sponsor so shut up or well, we could be a sponsor of them well yeah. the, the interesting part about that is like you get back to what what is interesting what's historically what will be historically significant mm-hmm. and like last week i remember going through facebook and it was a group of people and it was like a trade school in Ohio that still had one of the like ten 
GM EV1, the early GM electric I think vehicles. I saw that article, yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, this, you know, like they crushed most of shouldn't these. Shouldn't exist. It shouldn't exist. And this trade school, like vocational school has Smithsonian them. has one too, yeah. They do. And I, I, it's one of those things where it's like that people now, that was like 97, 96, 97 when the GM EV1 came out. Mm. And everybody looks back at that like this is a historically significant car. And the and GM decided, yeah, we're not going in that direction. <laughs> and then it wasn't until the Chevy Volt came out where they kind of basically did some of that. Yeah. But they're still not all in on EVs. No. Uh, no matter how much they want to sell Buick is like, oh, we're the EV brand now yeah. or whatever, or Cadillac. Yeah. It's it's not. How frightening is that? If you converted your entire Cadillac dealership and you spent... I, the, the word I heard was uh, Cadillac down the road from us in Pekin spent $400,000 upgrade upgrading to the level three chargers yeah which were mandated by the manufacturer to keep your franchise so what if you spent four hundred thousand dollars now the market's kind of going backwards on evs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people aren't paying as much for them and they're not as desirable how scary is that lawsuit okay. <laughs> yeah. well yeah and they ran huh. gm not to to belabor a point here but gm ran a lot of the smaller State, uh, yeah, uh, it ran a lot of business out of yeah. business. Yeah. Said, if you won't do this, then you're done. You can't plant our flag out front. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because last week I was taking Grandview Drive home, and the guy in front of me pulls out of a really nice, probably multi million dollar home mm-hmm. overlooking the you know the river, and it's just beautiful, beautiful place. And it's a bright blue CTS V whatever Blackwing sedan. With a supercharged, basically Corvette motor and a six-speed manual, and he killed it like three times because he can't. <laughs> like you can tell, it's a new toy this guy bought and was yeah. still trying to learn how to drive stick. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm thinking, and it sounded wicked. I'm like, that's a Cadillac. And I like I followed him for a little bit. I'm like, man, this thing sounds sweet. This is cool. You were stuck behind him. You didn't follow. <laughs> I was stuck behind him. Yeah, I, I was. And I Google it at home, and I'm like, you can still get. A manual, like regular ice motor, supercharged yeah. six six speed manual car, and that's the that's the brand that GM was like, oh, we're you know, we're all about the EV caddies. And when I was at the Father's Day car show up at Oakbrook Center up in in uh, Chicago area, Classic Car Club of America, Chicago chapter, all kinds of like Duesenbergs and like really really high end things, cool. and Cadillac was a sponsor. And all the Cadillacs they had on display next to like these 1920s and 30, like a 38 LaSalle sedan and stuff like that, EVs. And it's funny because like there's the old folks and everybody looking at the cool, like basically rolling sculpture, works yeah. of art. Yeah, yeah. And they're looking at these EVs and like, yeah. And they just kept walking past them. And these are like $90,000 cars yeah. and little SUVs and stuff. And people like, you could tell the Cadillac salespeople were just kind of like, why are we here? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's We're in a weird time. Everything's just Dude, weird I, right I, now. I actually thought about posting, uh, I think the Kia or uh, Kia or uh, Hyundai is coming out with a new uh, SUV. Mm. And I swear to God, everything's climbing back to look like a Grand Wagoneer. All the lines and the chrome and all this stuff. It's like we're going backwards in some of our designs. Maybe that's a precursor that maybe some of those classic lines and swoopy things. Maybe the manufacturing process will lend itself to maybe more artistic designs. I don't Have know. you seen the new Ionic Fives, the Hyundai's? Mm-mm. They look like a like a nineteen eighty eight Golf, like a Volkswagen <laughs> Golf GTI. No, I haven't seen that. And I'm like, these are great. And all the younger people are like, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. The and new the, Prius, I think, is hot as hell. It is. It's gorgeous. It's sharp. <laughs> I just saw a, bar- a maroon one on the way here. We just uh, sold one today. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Maroon, in red, yeah. It might have been but that one. It, yeah. it doesn't spark joy. 
Uh, yeah, 50 miles per gallon sparks joy. <laughs> that sparks a wallet. Doesn't yeah. spark joy. I'm going to tell you what. At the end of the year, it sparks joy. All right, let's move on. we got other articles yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you know the roof is on fire, but... Uh, do, you need, <laughs> do you need some water? The roof. The no. roof, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Volkswagen CEO Schaefer to his managers, the roof is on fire. This is from Ward's Auto. Thomas Schaefer is warning that tough times are coming, suggesting that all is at stake. And in a fiery address during the annual manager's meeting held this week, in an hour-long meeting, Schaefer laid out the breadth and the severity of the problems facing VW as it seeks to become a leading manufacturer of electric vehicles while continuing to serve the global markets with traditional ICE engines, telling more than 2,000 senior managers the roof is on fire. Do you think he played Bloodhound Gang? I mean, that would really drive home the point. That's funny. Yeah, that's from Ward's Auto. Um, You know... Again, getting back to the same conversation with, you know, he does invest a lot of money in electric and then people aren't buying them. Does this lend itself now to the federal government getting involved with more more tax incentives? Here in the States, yes. Here in the States, the numbers have played out. And lo and behold, when you incentivize it, and you got <laughs> some sell. They actually sell. Hashtag bailout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's also... Crony capitalism? It, uh-huh. I mean, it's encouraging in, in, in a lot of respects, and maybe that's what we need to do to get things into the marketplace where, where they need to be. But again, we've had similar conversations about should the government be in the business of backing winners and losers and steering the market in certain areas and... Yeah, yeah they don't do any of that stuff with... Aviation or electricity. Right. I mean, the government never gets involved in that stuff. <laughs> you couldn't it, see the eye roll. Fuel, fuel prices, roll. <laughs> you know, strategic fuel reserves. I mean, uh-huh. yeah. Why doesn't the government subsidize, like, you know, chili cheese burritos or something? Yeah, right. That's what they need Sucking to Sucking on chili dogs. Sucking on chili That's dogs. what we're talking about. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very interesting. But to hear that coming straight from the horse's mouth, Volkswagen has, had, has doubled down on EVs. And globally, they're huge. Here in the States, still slow to adopt. And, well, I mean, Volkswagen is, if they aren't right now, they were the largest manufacturer in the world. I believe they still are. Yeah. Well, they're not going to bring another diesel to the U.S. <laughs> I can tell you that much. No. Well, and that's but... why they're doing the Electrify America. I mean, that was all part of that lawsuit, too. We, yeah. we got into that with a Regan show a while back. That, right. Uh, I mean, they didn't do this all because they're just altruistic and just so generous. I mean, they were sued out of their brains, and that was part of the deal. So, right. But I think the bigger issue is, like, do auto manufacturers need to say, we are going EV? Can't they just dip their toe in? Can't they have, like, a broad spectrum? I think that in this environment right now, you, you have to be all in on everything. It doesn't matter. It seems like it's anything. Even when we talk about these months, I mean, we got eth- ethnic groups and... Sexual group. I mean, right. everything in, in electric cars. It's like if you're not all in on everything, then you're not fully committed to the, the cause. And I feel like EVs are one of those things. It's like a hot button. Toyota gets flamed constantly for not being all in on EVs. Yeah, I've read that numerous times when, when you know, like Motor Trend car and driver, yeah. they'll do road test roundups and like Toyota is like still like wishy washy. Dragging their feet. Dragging their feet. I'm, they're behind the curve. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, behind what curve? Yeah. They have options, there's certain mm-hmm. options. But also, like, I've heard, I've read the same thing about Stellantis vehicles, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, you know, they really don't blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, you, they make a Wrangler you can plug in, yeah. you know, nobody's buying it. That's the <laughs> other thing, too, is, like, what does the market, dis- when does the market decide what is I think there's viable? like, there's like some kind of, I, there's some kind of a media machine that's working right now where just, like, special interests really do control the narrative on this stuff. And 
Toyota's looking at the market. Toyota's still selling more cars than anybody else in the United States. And guess what? They're selling the least EVs. So, but that's I mean, the, that's what I'm saying is the yeah. problem. Like companies don't need to say we're going all EV. Like go half EV. I think like that's still good. Like yeah. offer the option. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you got the president even you know running down to manufacturers and also saying you're not get tax incentives unless they're built in the United States. There's a lot a lot of stuff going on in play. A lot of fear mongering. Yeah. A lot of attacking. Look at. I think it's important to look at the demographics of those those companies or divisions uh, like Buick and Cadillac, where they're trying to like really, 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 really push it. The last time I looked, and I don't, I don't know what the numbers show, but Cadillacs and Buicks and Lincoln, same mm-hmm. thing. That's that's boomer territory, and bro. I, and I that's <laughs> those are people that are like they're not the early adopters. I never understood that either because when uh, it seemed like when they were going after Tiger Woods to be the sponsor for Cadillac Buick, for, or Bu- yeah, for yeah, Buick, Buick. Buick. I'm like they were trying to like hip it or something like that. But yeah. why why not embrace the people with the money? I mean, honestly, boomers have more money. Make a, a car the boomers want and keep it with the boomers. I mean. Obviously, we're, every generation's dying, mm-hmm. but you have to know that the boomers are going to be around. I mean, what was it? Probably 10 or 15 years ago, Tiger was all about the Buick. They put them right. in there. Yeah. They could have made $80,000 Buicks with loaded up with all the options and leather and all that stuff and just said, hey, this is a boomer car here. This is what you want. Yeah. And those people had the money to spend. They would. And they sponsor all the PGA tours yeah. and they're like, all, yeah, I, I just I don't understand that. At the at the end of the day, though, too, the the ones that cry the most and are trying the hardest are the ones that have to convince their audience that like they're making the right choice. Yeah. And the thing of it is, people that have wanted EVs or that that have you know thought about it, done the research, they already have one. Mm-hmm. That's already in their driveway, driveway or their garage, plugged in at night. Yeah. It's the folks that are like, mm, I'm thinking about it, and they're like, they're having to convince those people to make that plunge. Um, I don't know. To hear Volkswagen talk about like their hair's on fire, everything's terrible. <laughs> they really haven't still made it in North America with EVs yet. Yeah. And I actually, I don't know of a single. Volt. I mean, actually, so they have the whole ID series. It's ID threes and stuff. Yeah, but I just are, saw are, one. Are they here? They are. I saw one yesterday. It's the first one I've seen. And the van is like that's going to be the godsend of Volkswagen EVs, right? They've been saying that for three, four, or five years. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. When's it coming? I don't know. But also, <laughs> s- make one, sell one here, sell it under forty k. Yeah, you will sell a ton of them. I guarantee when it shows up here, it'll be sixty. No, you're probably right. And then everyone will be like, "I can't afford it." Oh no, 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 no! And then the dealers will mark them up twenty grand. Yeah, market, market adjustment. Those dealers, I yes, the market. Who adjust. still is anyone still doing that though? For real? Um, I was talking to Regan today, and uh, I mean, forerunners are still going for sticker price on yeah. most most places. I don't know what car. I think maybe some dealers are marking up Priuses across the country, but uh, I, I think we're not. But I've uh, heard a lot of Jeep dealers struggling with market adjustments on some high dollar ones. Oh well, you know, living, <laughs> I mean. You know what? It's hard to give up that profit margin once you've been sucking on that for a while. So it, it you know, saved a lot of dealers during uh, some hard times during COVID too. So yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. All right. So w- one thing. This is that we're done with news. By the way, that was a great news segment, guys. Thanks. Yeah, a lot. Thanks. Yep. yep. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, I've been getting a lot of press releases lately from uh, some electric car companies talking about hill climbs and all that. And in the meantime, I think I. Even a week ago, I sent you guys an invite to a uh, an event mm-hmm. in England for a vintage car club hill climb. So cool. Taking old Morgans, taking old MGs and stuff like that, and just getting out in the pastures of rural western England, just 
hopping on the bumper while your your driver tries to give it. I love that. They bounce the up and down yeah. in the back yeah. while the guy's dri- – oh. Yes, yes. So anyway, so a couple things came across the uh, radar here. We had um, – the first one here is the Rimac Nevera. It set a production record for a hill climb at the 2023 Goldwood Festival of Speed. I don't know anything about these guys. I don't know what a Rimac is. I don't know what the Goodwood Festival Speed is, but I know that they got this black and green car that looks like it's destroying some pavement. And uh, I don't, I don't know squat about this thing, but the Rimac Nevera, already the fastest, fastest accelerating production car in the world, and the production EV with the highest verified top speed, is now also the fastest electric production car to ever have taken on the famous Goodwood Festival Speed Hill Climb, as well as the fastest overall production car. This year, the supercar shootout and the final day of the event, the Nevera set a time of 49.32 seconds. The car is fitted with Pirelli Pilot Sport 4S tires. It was driven throughout the weekend by Bugatti Rimac chief test development driver, somebody, who famously spent most of his time on the hill in Navarra in 2022 sideways on smoky drifting through every corner. But in 2023, his focus wasn't to put on the show. It was to set a record. This car is blazing fast. I think, Daryl, you pulled up a video of this earlier? Yeah. Yeah, it was running, like, ridiculous, <laughs> like, 300-plus yeah. miles an hour. It was insane. Yeah. Ins- and the guy, we were talking. We I think we all looked at it, and Gabe's like, he's not really doing The driver's not doing anything. He's just sitting there. Hold- yeah. He's, he's just he's he's white pushing metal. the gas pedal, and he's holding the wheel. Ga- That's all he's well, doing. Pushing what? I'm sorry. The little uh, the little thing, elected, the electrical thing <laughs> the he pushes. That just, it's the accelerator. Because there's no gas. Nothing no. happens. <laughs> it's, he's it's, doing nothing. It's technically for it's our a feedback elect- loop. He's it, it's a potentiometer. Yeah, he's got the force. He's got <laughs> the force feedback on the steering wheel. It's not even like drive by wire. He's it's he's in a computer game. He's in Need for Speed Three. Yeah, is what he he's is. got a PlayStation controller. He's sitting it, there. It didn't even sound. Wait cool. a second, PlayStation controllers Doing have not had a good reference. Three hundred mile. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I mean, they they work in submarines, kind of. I've heard. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> they're better. They're better above uh, sea level. Okay. Anyways, yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> no, so you don't know. Seriously, you don't know what the Goodwood Festival of Speed is? No, it's a big deal. You yeah, know, it's do you, huge. Do you know about it? I, I saw about it on the trip. Is all, but it's yeah. a classic restored car track, right? It's a it's 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 a track that Lord March uh, made opened Ooh. up in nineteen like ni- early nineties on the Goodwood Estate, Ooh. Goodwood House, whatever. Yeah. And he actually like it's it's he's a total gearhead, and it's this beautiful house in West Sussex. Okay. Oh I man, was, you do know all about. This. I was there. This sounds like some. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I stopped there along the way. Fantastic. So they do the Goodwood Festival of Speed. In I think it's right around this last week, and it rained out. It was yeah. whatever. It's bad, um, <clears throat> but they have all kinds of like interesting vehicles that show up from around the world. They ship them in. They do like all kinds of timed runs and whatever. Uh, and then they also have in I believe it's September they have the Goodwood Revival, which is all historical. You have to dress in like nineteen thirties forties period costumes. Oh, sweet, it's all historical stuff. Fantastic, beautiful venue. Uh, sh- wonderful, wonderful thing. I, it's on my bucket list to go to. If, if you're a gearhead, I think I, at some point we should okay. go. Okay. We should Sounds go. Sounds good. All right. We should go. If you don't know about Rimac, the Rimac Group is led by CEO Mate Rimac. It's a majority shareholder of Bugatti Rimac and the mm. sole stakeholder of Rimac Technology. So, I, I mean, the, it's the Veyron. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I always thought that was the fastest car in the world, right? It for a long time I think it was like and that's production a ga- and car. that's a gas car it's like a V twelve or something like that yeah, right? or W sixteen something crazy okay so yeah. so now Bugatti would we say that Bugatti is like moving into EVs and they're just using like these old shadow companies right and isn't this the kind of car that got Richard Hammond 
nearly killed. I think so. I think it's all one of those like extremely lightweight, stupid fast, yeah. and you know, there's like ten of them or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's sure it's a production <laughs> car, but yeah. wink, it, wink. It says they're based in the outskirts of Zagreb, Croatia, with locations around Europe, and currently employs two thousand people. Wow. I mean, that's it. how many people are employed at Rivian. Good question. I don't know. 4,000? 5,000? I thought it was a little more than that, but yeah. Seems crazy to me that this company, Rimac, has 2,000 employees. That That is interesting. What I, I don't even know what that thing costs. Yeah, probably $1 million. So while you're looking that up, I also got a press release this week from Radford from their media information. The Radford Type 62.2 Pikes Peak Edition was a class winner, and it was showcased at this year's Festival of Speed. The concept and engineering was and we're inspired by Pikes Peak Project, will allow customers the chance to experience the ultimate performance that Radford can offer. Their limited run of up to 12 track car models will be available. This was on uh, July 18th in California. After a successful dynamic debut, the 62.2 is last year's supercar paddock. Uh, sorry, in last year's supercar paddock, Radford chose the 2023 Goodwood Festival of Speed to showcase their new limited series track edition 62.2. So apparently... If you had a hot, hot EV, uh, you were you were at the Goodwood Festival of Speed, huh? Yeah, yeah, you were definitely getting some some press time in there. Uh, by the way, I just Googled the Rimac Navara, or Navara, Dave Navarro, whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. Is sticker price, what do you think it is? Uh, 1.2 million. 2.1 million. Ooh. Close. I was Close. dyslexic. It will be, actually, it'll be under your tree this Christmas, because <laughs> I know how much <laughs> Only you if want. I can negotiate it down to 1.2. Can you imagine that? Two, like, how, okay, so when I was reading how many people were employed, 2,000 people, and I'm like, they can't crank out that many of those a year. But in Croatia, you can probably pay people $5 an hour, right? It could, that, that, Think how many employees I could have uh, if I had a shop in Croatia. $2.1 million for a vehicle that you can blast around a track. In like and wonder record what, time. Wonder what kind of TIF district you get if you're in Zagreb. <laughs> to have a factory that just builds these. <laughs> well, I, I'm curious to see how much of it is actually built there. If it's all carbon fiber, if it's, it has to be. It has to be. What would be funny is you found out they were like buying Tesla engines for their, their drivetrain. <laughs> They're just sourcing them from <laughs> everywhere else. Two point so, one. Gabe, two point one million dollars. For this EV supercar, is that something that you could ever see? Your if, if money was no object, could you see spending two million dollars on a? No. Yeah. Not on an EV. What would you spend two million dollars on? A Lamborghini. What would you? <laughs> would you really? Yeah. A new one? No. Like a like a Mura or an old school Countach or whatever. Yeah, maybe like a Diablo or a Countach. Or, yeah. I do like that. Man, the okay, the for, Diablo still aged first quite you need well. First, a garage. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting there. It won't cost. Sorry, I always crash reality on you guys. I like, I, like, I like to make fun of you guys anyway. Popping my bubble. All right, so those are the modern, uh, the modern cars. And I, yeah, you know, Rimac, Radford, these guys. It would be fun to watch this. I have to. Goodwood may have to come under our radar. And then, what got me inspired by this? Like I said, there's, there's a uh, Instagram account called VSCC Vintage. Uh, was it uh, Sports Car Club of America? That's what it is. Yeah, yep. Vintage Sports Car Club, but it's not America. It's just Vintage Sports Car Club. Oh, okay, and you it's, wrote America. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so no, there's actually one in the United States too. There's the VSCCA dot org. That's the Vintage Sports Car Club of America. And what mm-hmm. I found is they're mostly in Connecticut and Massachusetts, and uh, they're doing hill climbs and they're doing all kinds of vintage racing and stuff like that. But it's mostly in Northeast Connecticut, Massachusetts. Uh, but the the Instagram account, the VSCC. 
That's English countryside racing. Uh, That's the pastoral setting. Beautiful. This is cool. And these guys are taking cars. I mean, these old Morgans, stuff like that, which I would equate to, I mean, these are what, in my mind, I could be completely off base here, but these cars running and in the condition they are, these look like thirty to forty thousand dollar cars here to me, right? Probably more, but yeah, yeah. It, honestly, yeah, I was yeah. thinking, I was thinking fifty to sixty, yeah. maybe even hundred thousand dollar cars. I've seen some even look like old Rolls's and stuff like that, right? Yeah, and and the nice part about here's the thing: the UK folks in the UK that are into veteran motor cars, yeah, they run and drive and they participate. They, they drive the crap out of them. Like here, you'll see somebody who's like, oh, I've got a restored Shelby Mustang, and it never goes out, or it yeah. goes in a trailer. And a, Well, it, that's uh, worth way more, though. I, to, <laughs> sometimes, but like, there's guys, like one-off stuff in the UK, they're like, yeah, I'm a the, good the, one every like year. It's like the only car you know, made. Yeah. yeah, it's the only one left. And I'm out there flogging it on a course, or I'm doing and like you know vintage. What? That's why we broke from the colonies. No <laughs> sense. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Come this, on. Because this makes you me think they got it dialed. I th- sometimes I think they might have this dialed in. They're actually enjoying these old cars. They yes, are. drive them and enjoy them. Yes. Don't bounce them up a hill when it's the only one in existence. But, but here's my problem. Okay, so say I'm, say I'm a, a rich guy around here and I got 50 old cars and I got a garage somewhere. Yeah. I'm not driving those 50 cars. At least Jay Leno like says, I'm going to drive two or three of these every year. I'm going to drive them around all that stuff. Yeah. I don't need to have a museum. He's, I'm bu- not gonna... he's busy getting caught on fire. Let's leave it Okay, okay. But, <laughs> but, but if I have 50, 50 old cars and they're literally a museum piece, I guess at that point, it's just uh, you're a collector. No. And these guys are actually enthusiasts and they're drivers. Bing t- bingo. You just nailed it. Hold on. I got to do okay. this. Right. Hold on. I got to do. There oh, we go. Womp womp. Let's there see what he gets. No. Right, let's see. That's a lottery no, draw. I'm going to do this. <laughs> It'll be clapping. There we go. Thank you. All right. That's I'll have to tighten that right. up in post. You did it. That's very nice. <laughs> you know what? So you know what I love is you guys always talk about doing stuff in post and it never, <laughs> never happens. happens. No, no, it's more and fun. It's, like, it's more fun like, to hey, pretend hey, like. Hey, let's do like a beep, beep. You know, in beep. my in my previous <laughs> podcast, we used to pretend like we had a production. We had a name for the production person. His name was Barry, and we always said Barry would clean it up in post. You know, <laughs> there was no I Barry, it. It was and so it was never it. cleaned up at all. <laughs> no. No, but like I love driving classic cars. I think people should daily drive classic cars. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think you should have four dudes on the back bumper bouncing it up at classic. Hell. I don't. I don't. How <laughs> how could you fault those guys? I mean, because honestly, I feel okay if it's that rare. No, but if I, it's like yeah. more run of the mill, like if you want to go beat the shit out of your Model T, go mm-hmm. for it. I get <laughs> well, it. And so yeah. right. and so when I told I was telling Regan about this, I was talking about the kind of what we're going to talk about tonight in the show. And Regan said there's Model T clubs that do this. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I did not know that. Yeah. So Newport Hill Climb in Newport, Indiana, I think we need to make a pilgrimage there because okay. that is just across Interstate 74 okay. from us. It's probably two hours Okay. Uh, just over the border in beautiful Newport, Indiana, also famous for the world's largest stockpile of VX nerve agent. Oh, excellent. Yeah, that was excellent. great. Uh, the Mason and Hanger Corporation used to have a bunch of that. Uh, Parkinson's look good on me. Yeah, it it, it actually, uh, they, they got rid of that uh, years Allegedly. ago. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> that was fun. But uh, no, Newport is a great, great uh, hill climb event. I've never been there, but everybody uh, that I've heard that has gone there, car club guys, it's always the first, it's either like my anniversary weekend or Spoon River Drive weekend, which here in central Illinois is a big deal. No, but that's two weekends. It's two weekends. (laughs) What? (laughs) There's people who just like all they do is sell like 
onion straws that weekend, and that's their that's their annual income. Yeah. So it's it. it, it but is. you don't go and sell onion straws. No, right? but so you don't need to. You do know it. what? You're gonna fight. <laughs> you think you're gonna interrupt him and his wife? I will fight regard. Sarah. Let's go to the hill call. It's good, my good wife luck, likes. <laughs> she likes buying old garbage. Uh, which and you actually, actually I, I think I think Amber and Angela and Sarah might you know. There we go. Ooh, there, oh, there we go. <gasps> Got it all. Did you just? Oh. And not in the fair Rachel Real as well. Real man yeah. Yeah. of genius. <laughs> no, he actually just. Yeah, I need, I need, <laughs> I need that. We need that one on there. Yeah. Uh, that's a great. So maybe the guys do the Newport Hill climb. And Carl's got to do Spin River Drive. Hold on, I got an even better idea. <laughs> we get we just Gabe's. lock them in the house and don't let them spend money. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because we're not. <laughs> Isn't there a law against holding someone against their will? <laughs> okay. He's a uh, lawyer. He said it was okay. Yeah, it's fine. I I think we get Gabe's 1927 Chrysler Roadster ready for the hill climb. Ooh. And we participate in that. And you and I can jump on the back bumpers and No, seriously, there is actually there's like there's a purse. I think there's prize money. I don't think you're going to have that car going in time. All I need to do is finish the rims and it's basically running. And brakes. Seriously? Yeah. The and I just brakes. have to bleed the brakes. No, I don't believe that. But I guess yeah. I, I like okay. your optimism, okay. kid. So we I can like s- your moxie. Let's spectate this year and then next year Gabe Okay, purse. I can see that. How much is the purse? Mm, Motivate me. $250. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a couple grand, I think. I'll have to look it up. Anyways, historic hill climbs, not that far away. I think That's we need cool. to get into that. Yeah. All right. Deal? All right, sounds like a plan. Well, okay. I'm glad we drummed this all up. And if you guys know anything about hill climbs or you know any great races in the United States, especially here in the Midwest, please let us know all about it. I'm not averse to going to Connecticut or Massachusetts either if I thought it was going to be no. a cheap imitation of of, of the uh, Greenland Fairlands. So. Let us know. Or if you need a sponsor, info at thrownwrenches.com. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. That's all I got there. There's a, a note that got in here in oh, the, yeah. green, the green font, so I think this comes from Gabe Casey. It's an emergency update from Myers Manx. <laughs> yes. So I, I recalled about a year ago on this podcast that I put in a an early- been two years ago. Yeah, a reservation <laughs> for the, the new Myers Manx EV dune buggy, and uh, I got an email the other day Woo-hoo. that said, I think we're going to be in production in fourth quarter 2024. So- mm. That was basically it. I just thought it was interesting. No, so pr- when, no price still. When I think we're going to be in production, is that from Mr. Manx or who says that? Yeah, like Doctor Manx uh, or Manx Esquire. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody at the company. Manx. There was, there was more pictures of the vehicle and like a couple people that worked there, and it was like a bunch of BS. And then it was like, oh yeah, fourth quarter in like a year. This guy could be the next so. RJ Scringe. You never know. Yeah. Who knows. Uh, me yeah. or him? No, know. him. The guy, <laughs> the guy who sent you the email, who you don't, don't know his know. name, because I certainly didn't know RJ's name for about, I think they were making Rivians over there before I finally remembered RJ Scaringe or whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah that's but right. it would be fun to have one of the first Manx EVs for oh, us to go tool around in. I think it'd be great. That'd be cool. How, so. Who wouldn't want a dune buggy to just tear up? And yeah. to plug in and never, you know. And street legal. Yeah. So, you know, my kids could drive that to high school. I really do I feel like it. that's one of those cars you could you could have, and you could probably flip within a year or two. And Maybe. be just fine. That's why I'm holding that baby. <laughs> Easily. It's going to be somebody in California who's dying to have it in there. And yeah. be like, there's a guy in Morton, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> this son, he was in in the first 200. Yeah, exactly. How did he get one so fast? Yeah. 20 grand over sticker. Yeah. What I would love is if they came out here and did all of their uh, photography, like their ad photography. I'd like the Illinois River. <laughs> Instead of like a California beach with like the sunset and like beach balls, it's just like some guy noodling for catfish. <laughs> and he's getting hit in the head with an Asian car. Asian there, there, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, no, they're beautiful. making them in California, though. 
right. they'll have to ship it all the way out for me, and then I'll sell it to a guy in California. Awesome. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly how it'll go, too. No, but I'll enjoy it for a little bit, at least. I love it. If I buy it. I wish you well. Don't hold your breath. I, I'm looking forward to it, too. I've, <laughs> I've been looking forward to it. I was actually going to ask you about it and see how it was going, but sometimes yeah. I'm afraid to ask you about stuff like that in front of your wife, so I yeah, hold Because I, I think she forgets I put a reservation <laughs> in, too, <laughs> so she listens. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Wait a minute. Yeah. I love you, Rachel. Yeah, yeah, Rachel's pretty cool. All right, we got another uh, a new segment here for us, Daryl. Yeah, this is from the Everyone is Dumber Now department, <laughs> uh, and I saw this on TikTok. Oh, don't TikTok. say so. Uh, did you guys see the video of this? No, I have not. All right, so, so I don't, watch, not t- I don't TikTok. watch TikTok. Might have been on Instagram Reels a week later. You know what? I saw it on Facebook, though. Did you? Yeah. All right. So uh, this is from an article uh, from Car Scoops. Not sure what that is. Man damages 2,500-year-old tree by driving Nissan Armada through it. And I'll just read some highlights here. Trips to nature often inspire and leave a lasting impression <laughs> long after they're over. For one ancient redwood in California, though, one Nissan driver's actions recently left a mark that nature lovers would have rather seen avoided. In fact, the move might end up being one of the driver that ends up regretting blah, 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 blah. Anyways, July 3rd, some door. Oh, please read off the TikTok user ID. <laughs> okay. On July 3rd, a TikTok user at... OC Laguna. Oh, oh, thank you. OC Laguna 999 posted a short clip of a person in a Nissan Armada SUV. That's the king size SUV, which is the big one. Yeah, the big bamba jamma. That is trying to squeeze their large SUV through the trunk of a giant redwood tree named the Shrine. Technically, the driver succeeds in the clip, but not before knocking off the passenger side mirror and actually scraping the tree multiple Mm. times. Uh, it's one of the the shrine is one of the three drive through quote unquote redwoods in the area. Everybody's seen those, right? The, yeah, the I didn't know they still did it though. Honestly, I didn't either. So the dude scraped they won't it for long. <laughs> they moved it. That means the tree twenty five years old, twenty five hundred years old, which means it was around around the same time that Pythagoras died. That's right. Oh, yeah. When he was making his theorem, yeah, his, okay. him and his he got, theorem, he got what he deserved. Yeah. Uh, so some dude in the Nissan just damaged it. Anyways, that sucks. And so the first thing that goes through my mind is, sure, people are dumb. That's not a surprise. Anybody, I mean, we've talked before about, yes. like, the people at national parks that are, like, kidnapping bisons. Being like, it was cold. And they somebody got use... gored today, I think, at Yellowstone. Yeah. yeah. There was Woo. somebody earlier this summer, same thing. They were yeah. taking, like, shots, like, pictures. With... Yeah. I love it. I was just people at Yellowstone. So I watched the idiots out there. I was just like, please, please, let somebody get killed. Did you so push them go... towards the bison? No, I was like... hoping. I mean, I was videoing. <laughs> let me just, help you, Darwin. Pray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unreal. See, the thing is, though, about the Redwoods, this is probably on private property. This is probably some. It's like a, a farm park here in, you know, in central Illinois. You can get right. the goats. This guy probably has Redwoods that lets people drive through. Yeah. It's illegal to cut down these trees. They're, they're protected by law. I'm, I, I would think that even though this guy's on private property, it's some, I'm assuming. Yes. Even if it's a state park or something like that, somebody from some agency is going to be like, well, this is damaging now to the trees, and these are federally protected, and now we're not going to let that happen anymore. And that's what I said. So I'm like, can you still legally like drive through some of these stupid trees? When I was at uh, Yosemite a couple of years ago, they, they had the remnants of one of those trees, and it was still there with the cutout, and they, it had a picture of like a Model T going through it. Yeah. But the, the road was blocked off. They didn't allow it anymore. So the, the I did a little bit of Googling, and it turns out you still can, it's including this exact tree. Mm-hmm. If you go to visitredwoods.com slash listing slash drive through a redwood, uh, you can actually drive through this this one. And it, it is. Is it a private company then? I something? believe it is. It is the. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Humboldt, California Redwood Coast. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's the Shrine Drive Through Tree. And it's funny because on the website, 
It's got a guy on like a like a Dyna wide yeah. glide or something. Yeah, yeah. A Harley riding through it. No problem. <laughs> Not a six thousand pound SUV. And the thing is, Model T's. Even like I've got one of a forty seven Chevy driving through it because it yeah. looks like the one that we have. I'm like, oh, it's a cool yeah. picture. Way smaller than a <laughs> Nissan Armada. So like people are a dumb. B also somebody's making money on this. But how long before something like this gets canceled? Right? Mm-hmm. Do you I mean- think? Let me ask you a question. You ever yeah. been through a drive-through, like I don't know, a Taco Bell drive-through? <laughs> just tonight. It's not just tonight. Yeah. Not the same. Game. Well, you know how they have the little Maybe. bar over the drive-through where you order. Yeah. That lets you know if you're going to hit the building. Yeah. Why couldn't they just build the metal bar, the shape and size of the tree, before the tree? That would be aesthetically pleasing. To let you know, mm-hmm. no, yeah. way, way before in the line. Mm. To let you know if you can fit through the tree. Because then when it damaged somebody's car, they'd complain. Well, they have the choice to drive through it or not. <laughs> Good call, though. It, uh, Seriously. It would almost be like the, you must be this tall to ride this yes, ride. Yes, you must be this small to drive the tree. Hmm. I like it. That's a good idea. It's so easy. It's $300 you know, to steal. Do you want us like to delete it. this from the show so you can contact them? No, they won't pay <laughs> me. Just gave them an idea. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm full of good ideas I'll never use, so Seriously, have just, them. That's your gift to the world? Yeah. Have my crap ideas that nobody will ever use. <laughs> I honestly think if you sold that to them, they'd be like, "Yeah, that's a that's a really why, good idea." Why didn't we think of this before? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I got three poles. Or like the airport, they have the thing for your baggage. Yeah, like if they it don't doesn't... just tell you good luck, go on the plane, try to shove it in there. Well, no, no, no. That, that's that's the way they can charge you more. They're gonna charge you more for going through the tree if your car's bigger. So you know, maybe they could do that. <laughs> they could do that. Speaking of other good ideas, though, did you see this next article? And I, I didn't realize that we were going to get back into the news here real quick. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is from back CBS News. News. Let's throw it in here real quick. Yeah, real quick. A Florida bill allowing radioactive roads is made potentially cancer-causing mining waste will be uh, signed by Governor Ron DeSantis. Florida mm-hmm. Governor and Presidential Hopeful Ron DeSantis signed a bill Thursday that would allow the roads across Florida to be made with radioactive mining waste. The measure brought forward by the state house adds phosphogypsum to the list of recyclable materials that the state state says can be used for road construction. The list already includes ground rubber from car tires, ash residue from coal combustion byproducts, Mm-mm. recycled mixed plastic glass and construction steel, which officials had previously determined are part of the solid waste stream that contribute to the problems of declining space in landfills. So, what do you think about that, guys? Garbage roads that are now radioactive. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things. It's like okay, it's it's not like like we're throwing Chernobyl uh, into the blacktop and mixing it up, but it's slightly a little bit maybe radioactive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's one of those things. Like if it's if it has to be stored in a land a separate landfill mm-hmm. and handled uniquely. <laughs> Why is it okay to just like throw it in the road? I just feel mix? like you have a controlled amount of people actually applying that to the roadways. Probably. So the grinding and the moving and the in- installing yeah. and heating and pushing and padding and all that stuff. There's going to be a certain uh, labor group that probably has a higher cancer risk later on, wouldn't you think? Maybe. Maybe uh, the. A hundred. Hundred <laughs> percent. I like those the emoji. I'm sorry, I just responded yeah, with the yeah, emoji. Yeah. One hundred. Yeah. No, the, the, the thing, and I get back to chi- like China. China. Uh, not to not to be that guy, but like I get back like that's something you hear China do, where they take like fly ash from incinerators mm-hmm. and they throw them in like styrofoam, and then we like we don't care, we don't think about it. Yeah. But they're getting rid of their quote unquote toxic waste, and they're putting it into things like rubber. I mean, I've ordered floor mats before. Mm-hmm. 
uh, from questionable places. Wish.com. Maybe. Is there an addendum on them? Yeah. And don't, don't eat. And like there was one, like there was like a bubble in one of them, and I like picked at it, and like a piece of rusty metal came out no. of it. Stop, stop it. Stop. No, I'm I'm 100 percent serious. You didn't lick it, did you? Don't no. Lick it. But I went back to him like, what's up? Did with you get these? one of those seed packs from China a couple years ago? Did you plant them? No, <laughs> but I know people who did. What? That's what that was the thing. That was not a real thing. I swear to God, it was. That was an internet scam. No, it didn't happen. <laughs> All right. What are we doing? No, it's true. <laughs> Anyways. Pick your conspiracy. That's what this segment's called. Uh, scary, 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 slippery slope, whatever yeah. you want to use. All right. Do you want to do the – are we ready for him? <laughs> for the Gabe intro? I think so. All right. I think so. Uh, hold on here. I'm Let, just a soundbite at this point. Are you? Yeah. I think you're more than that. Is it that time? It's that time. It's time for your moment of All right. If you've been following Twitter at all this last week, are you still on Twitter or are you guys on threads? Threads? Both. Never been. Oh, my God. Mark Zuckerberg (laughs) looks ripped in a photo of USC champs as Aussie tips Zuck on how to beat Elon Musk. Watch out, Elon Musk. Zuck means business. Meta boss Mark Zuckerberg has been training and... (laughs) It's training the house down, judging by a photo by tech guru and UFC champions Israel Adonzia and Alex Volkanovsky. I guess these guys with names like that, they must be really tough. On Wednesday, Ansanya posted photos of Zuckerberg training with two UFC teammates, and it's safe to say the Facebook boss is looking in great shape. No Fugazi with Mark. This is serious business, said Ansanya. Zuckerberg commented on Instagram, it's an honor to train with you guys. It's unclear when the photo was taken. Uh, if they were in Los Angeles last week, but he was defending his featherweight title against Yar Rodriguez. Elon had a quote, and he posted on his favorite social media outlet, Twitter, Zuck the Cuck. What? <laughs> that is your moment of Musk. So many questions right now. Yeah, but what's your what's your threads handle? That's my first question. Uh, just throwing wrenches. Okay, just checking. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Actually, it made me reset all of my meta passwords. What? Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Oh. I might have also gotten uh, taken over by some sort of bot, cyber. Yeah, some yeah. cyber terrorist. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, the the question I have is, why do billionaires? They go one of two ways. They seem they they. <laughs> They either get really involved in wackadoodle hobbies like going to space yeah. or going like, you know, under the sea yeah. uh, or like some just weird Down stuff. Down where it's better. Down where it's Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, they're wetter. Take it from me. <laughs> or they get really into like fitness and they start just doing weird, weird stuff where they just like Zuckerberg looks like how everybody in middle age should like aspire to look like he's cut. He's got like a little bit of a six-ish pack. Like maybe he's been doing hymns. Maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> Hashtag <he's>, sponsor. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe some testosterone replacement therapy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But whatever he's doing, it looks good. But what's he really doing there? So you have all the money in the world, and you can do anything. Do you ever watch Friends back in the day? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when uh, Monica dated Jon Favreau? And he's like, yeah. God, just I won't quit until I'm the ultimate fighting champion. And yeah. he just got his ass kicked over and over. Just got beat. Yeah, but like, what are you going to do? Like, they got all the time to train. They want to be tough. Like, they want to achieve more because they've achieved so much. I can't guess. stop. I guess. So. We'll never know this this uh, privilege. 
Yeah. But he's still got that face, right? Yeah, he does. He What's does. up with his like neck, that, Like that I want to punch you face. Did you look at his neck? Yeah. It's a lot. Do you remember the whole video a couple of years ago? He was like, I'm here. He's a lizard person? Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but the whole, he's like, <laughs> I'm, those seeds. I'm sitting here with my sweet baby Ray smoking these meats. Do you remember that? No. I kind of remember that. He yeah. got a Traeger <laughs> That was during, or something. during COVID, wasn't it? Yeah, he yeah, got he got a smoker. And he, he was so obsessed with it. He's like, I'm just here with my friends having some drinks and smoking these meats. <laughs> and it was like the it was like watching a robot pretend to be a human. <laughs> So I imagine watching like UFC and like Joe Rogan and Dana White are doing the commentary like, oh, we're here in the octagon, whatever. And he's just like, yeah, I'm just here to like fight my opponent I'm and punch him in the face. Fight Elon. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what, what is going on? He's not happy. Yeah. That's, that's the end he's, of the story. Definitely not fulfilled. No. Just, is he still married? You know, it doesn't I don't, matter. I don't hear anything. No. You know, it's you like. Don't. No, even Elon's girlfriends and stuff like that, or Bill Gates's, you know, ex-wives stuff. I mean, they all get some press. Yeah, Zuck's. Uh, she's either hiding or uh, in the ground. Right, right. She might be like. She yeah. might be in the metaverse. <laughs> she might be. <laughs> Maybe she never. That's existed. what he called. We're going to send this one to the metaverse. Yeah. <laughs> That's his code. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I, I say that to say this: uh, women uh, or significant others of any persuasion, check on you guys. <laughs> Because if if guys are buddy left check. alone, <laughs> do like a buddy check exactly. If guys with too much money are left alone, yeah. and they just have like random ideas in their heads, you might want to just kind of help rein them in. They might secretly try to be a fighting champion. Yeah, but <laughs> that's start, where they're gonna no. <laughs> Come on, start a UFC career. No, just uh, rein. The guys need a chaperone. Guys need a buddy. Guys yeah. need Super, some adult supervision. Yes, <laughs> yes. Just check on your boy. Okay, that's all I gotta say. All right, we ready? We ready to move on here? I think Are we so. Do the, uh, this is like a three-hour show. It is. By the way. It is. That's Sorry. okay. We're making up for lost time. So okay. Enjoy it, everybody. So wait, nobody wants to grind gears. There's I just, mean, there, there's just me. Do you have something? He does. He says. I wanted to grind gears. Nobody else wants to do that. No, go for it. Let's do, do it. Do it. All right. Somebody intro it. What really? Uh, do we have a grind gear song? So we do. No, we don't have a song. But no. every once in a while, you should make a song. Sing, Daryl. Sing. We should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just grind and gears. Gonna, you, yeah, you're gonna have wow. that guitar going, man. It's <laughs> terrible. No, uh, every once in a while, somebody gets some sand stuck in their craw or some, oh. you know, sand in the gearbox, yeah. and it makes a grinding noise. To which this segment lends itself to the title grinding of the gears and uh, Gabe I think that's you're the person who has submitted some topic of discussion something that's stuck in your craw recently I feel like I dropped the ball on that (laughs) a couple times like there's been grinding the gears segment and nothing's been written under it and tonight there was no segment and so I added it thank you because uh, you wanted a four hour show no yeah it'll be ten minutes (laughs) so here's the deal so bicycle hand signals when you learn yeah. to ride a bicycle as a child, they teach you how to signal with your left arm, right? Mm-hmm. And you do kind like of, yeah. you do the out, you do the up, you do the left turn, right turn, you do the stop. Sure. It's literally three signals. I don't think kids in Peoria County probably learn those like you did. In We're not County. judging Peoria County. Okay, I'm just saying. I think, I think you got a privileged <laughs> youth, but anyway. Okay, so the upper <laughs> crust of society learns how to use bikes. Yes, <laughs> I will agree but, with that statement. 100%. But here's the deal: like a lot of people bike on the roads now. And like they're riding like high expensive road bikes. They're going to places, you know. They're like per- they have the helmets. They're professional mm-hmm. level. And I ride a vintage motorcycle without turn signals. Yeah. So I have recalled my bicycle signals, and I use them while I'm riding. Are they exactly the same between bicycles and motorcycles? Why wouldn't it be? I'm just wondering. I'm asking the question. I don't know. Okay. Why? What else would it be? I don't know. 
I don't know either. Okay. But I use them. I mean, you guys have like all these different waves to people and bikes coming at you, like yeah. your Beamer friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's I the mean, Harley I, Race. How can yeah. I keep track if you're just like you waving know, to a buddy or actually doing a bike signal? <laughs> because the hand is <laughs> out point. or over, but it, and not down. But that's not the point. Okay. But the, the funny, the thing I thought was funny and sad is that. I ride a vintage motorcycle, and my hand signals are what they should be. Yeah. And people that ride bicycles, they just freaking point. They're just like, I'm going over here. Mm. And they cruise off. And they've got a nice bike and a helmet. They're like, phoning it in. Like, take the five minutes to learn bicycle yeah. hand signals. Like, you're dry. it's more dangerous Dude, for you than this, me. This is anything, though. This is yeah. off-roading. This is when you're at the track. or you're. Out, I mean, this is just take the time to learn the signals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People just yeah. want to show up and do their own thing. I just I just thought it was sad. I paid two thousand dollars for, the, $2, for yeah. an e bike, and I'm going to do whatever I want. Yeah, then yeah. they get hit because they didn't know they're going left, <laughs> exactly <laughs> or right. Pointing doesn't work. There's yeah. there's there's and really what you said was right. There's four, there's four signals, right? So isn't there three? There's right, left, right, left. and stop. What stop? Stop is the fist. That's the fist. So left is a straight out flat. Uh huh. Right is an up and flat. Right. And stop is an up and fist. Man, and there's somebody. You know, how many people are driving without prescription lens? They can't tell the difference between a hand up and a fist. That's by the way, when I'm helping somebody back a trailer <laughs> or helping my wife back like a giant old car, I do that, and yeah. she's like, well, "I don't know what that yeah, is." The fist means stop. Yeah. What are you grabbing? Yeah, it's back there. It's like, are you having a stroke? <laughs> do you smell toast? Yeah. 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 No, there's also the this. Which looks which like you're fanning, fanning some fumes from your. He's yeah. flapping next to his body with right. a limp wrist. That's that's uh, it's like caution or slow down. Or, I don't know that one. Yeah, there but is. Okay. I'm gonna go to the rules of the road. I actually have a book. brake light, so I don't use yeah. that one. No, it's the it's like the caution, like some some yeah. stuff's going down. But it looks okay. like you're fanning a fart. Is really what that looks like. It looks terrible. I'm sorry. This this. Okay, that's a great yeah. uh, grinding of the gear. Segment. That's all. I, that's all I need. All right, I'm right. good. People suck, and Davis wants to let you all know about. Wait, do people suck or cyclists? Do we want to? What about this you know? car? This mailer thing you got? This is. It's annoying. I wasn't gonna. So you get these I mailers thought, from dealerships. With like a, a, I got it in the mail today, and I've gotten these before. Yeah. And they're like, you could win a prize from a dealership and pull these this things. This came in the mail? Yeah. Pull these things what, or scratch what, these what things off. What demographic group are you in that you're getting? You're no, getting, I got, dude, I got the same double thing. Double blackjack. Yeah. I got the same so, thing. I didn't get this. My no. big issue from is. From Roanoke Ford. They, dude, you know how much Roanoke paid for this thing? Like five bucks. Five bucks? Oh, it, yeah, probably. Yeah. A lot. Not for that, but I mean like in total for the whole campaign. Five bucks. No. no. <laughs> so a po- just a postcard by itself is like 80, 85 cents. And this is a pull tab. This pull and tab, a, f- a bingo ticket on top of a, a full-page color mailer, double-sided. Yeah. Fold out. I mean, yeah, this this could literally be $5 per piece that went out. Yeah. I hope. I hope so, it costs them $5. So the premise is what? You pull the pull tabs and you play some game like you're playing a lotto ticket and you're supposed to win a car or money, Yeah, right? so here's what bothers me about this. They have a little chart that shows, based on what you pull, what you win. Yeah. It says this, this, win. Ooh. And then next to it, but slightly off, is the prize. Okay. But if you look under the Did pull you- tabs, it says corresponding match, you know, whatever. You got the five bucks. You got the jack. jack no, no, oh. keep going. Oh, they got to match each other. Does not uh. equal what you get. You have to go in to see what you win. So they trick you into thinking you get $500 or $1,000 or win a car, hmm. but you never basically, in fact, win that. See, Re- read, read that little square right here, the white square. What? Oh, oh, right. Confirmation codes determine prize awarded. Order of winning symbols does not match order of winning prize. 
So they have a poll tab for winning symbols, and they have a a thing that says what the winning symbols mean, and then it says it doesn't matter. So we got identification, Trace uh, 37, Pack 2. It's marked on there, too. I'd be interested to know what yours is, Daryl, if it's the same one. I actually won't be able to tell you because I threw it the F out (laughs) (laughs) before anybody in my household got wise. The the, the interesting thing about this is, in this day and age, Mm -hmm. we don't really need to advertise to sell cars. We certainly, no. we certainly need to advertise. We don't need to spend. God knows what they spend this campaign, twenty thousand dollars. And I bet it was like two. <laughs> I hope. I hope. And it, I mean, this is probably an insurance policy. They're probably going to give out that twenty thousand dollars. But the, this thing, no. th- this could be a twenty five thousand dollars campaign when it's all over. But why are they spending this money? Are they sitting on a ton of truck inventory or something? I'd love to go. That's buy what their it store. is. That it has to be that. Yeah. And if you do any kind of quasi lottery. You have to have what is it? <laughs> I don't want it. Get it out of my yard. There's, my there, there used to be th- like three rules for lotteries, uh, for, for at least for nonprofits. It was like, like no cost consideration. It was like cost consideration and something else, a chance. And it was basically like there, it's a game of chance, and you literally have to have some sort of, you know, uh, like wheel you spun and randomly mm-hmm. you spit mm-hmm. out a name or whatever. That's weird because there's all kinds of like legalese at the bottom, and it's like, yeah, whatever we send doesn't really matter because yeah. it's just bizarre. It's like the but, key, you but the it key tricks you. Too. It tricks you into thinking you've won, mm-hmm. so you'll go in. Yeah, but literally, like you don't know if you've won until you it's go like, in. It's like a timeshare advertisement. Yeah. yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah, and you wind up leaving with like an AM/FM stereo cassette player. <laughs> You're like, thanks, or less, or it's, a free weekend no, at one of the timeshares. No, yeah. It's 2023. I gotta, yeah. I got a GPX uh, cassette player, and I had to spend two hours talking to somebody who I didn't want to talk to in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, well, but anyway, but, I, I just find it interesting that they're marketing that hard on something like that. I feel like you don't have to spend money on advertising. What but. would okay? So hypothetically, again, and uh, no shade to our friends at Roanoke Ford, but, but this is stupid. Go on, it, 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 a little <laughs> bit, and then also, what vehicles aren't selling that they need to move? They've got like a Jeep Cherokee on the back. They've got like used cars on the back. Oh, so it might yeah. be used inventory. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Is the used market, by the way, it's, uh, it's, segue, is the used market whack still, or is it okay? I don't know. We've sold a bunch of cars. I, I was interested to see when I drove it. I'd been gone for a while, and I saw we're down to like 10 cars in the used car lot, which is shocking to me. Yeah. So I've been sitting on a lot of, I, I would consider dead inventory for a long time, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of it's been moving. So I don't know if that's an indicator that prices are still high and people still need cars, or we're just not getting trade-ins, or what. Something's going on. So Yeah. But everybody's been fearful that people bought too high. Some of these dealerships, uh, the mega dealerships around here, they were buying tons and tons of cars at the sale willy-nilly because the books didn't matter. Right. Are, are they, they stuck? Still, are they stuck? Yeah. Yeah. Are, so for the Their four, floor plans might be insane. Their $4 they million dollars yeah. they made last year, they're going to lose a million dollars this year in inventory write-offs. I, who knows? You know. So. Yeah. If this was 1988 and I could go sweep some really cool used cars... <laughs> Be great, but I bet you if I went to Roanoke Ford and I, I walk that used car lot, it'd be like a 2002 Escape with yeah. 187,000 miles yes. on it. I'd be yes. like, for, yeah, I'm good. For 79.95. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like a 2005 uh, Focus uh, <laughs> station wagon or something. Like, yeah, I'm good. Actually, the wagon would be cool. And the yeah. wagons were cool. <laughs> yeah. Best, but on, wagons honestly, are cool. not only were they cool, but the wagons of all the early like first-gen Focuses mm-hmm. Best weight distribution, oh, and folks know. like Tim Moyer and others could probably back me up on oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go autocross them. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> I'm surprised. He's why. the Jake Irish of uh, Ford Focus. Uh, 
I'm Wait, surprised. What? Nobody's Is the Jake Irish of Ford Focuses. What does that mean? That's our next T-shirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> honestly, autocrosses. I I, we, I need to get out. At least I need to dip my toe in that as well. We <laughs> didn't make that just to say. Yeah. He's yeah. the Jake it, it, Irish. It made, of this. it made no sense, but it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you yeah. know the situation. All right. Can we, all right. So oh, is, is is it? Uh, hold on a second. Yeah, I, I've it, been dreaming, mm-hmm. and I've been thinking. Yeah. So I, I had this plan in my mind. I'm like, everything's gone to hell. What I'm going to do? I'm going to get a giant military. Truck. And I'm gonna drive over society. And I'm gonna let everybody know. You know what? Just start running over oh, stuff. Yeah. That the, bulldozer with the metal plates. That's good. Yeah. Killdozer be good. Yeah. I was thinking about that, but then I thought, you know what? It's not really practical. Fuel economy really sucks. So why don't I go the complete opposite direction? And why don't I try out a new site? Why don't I go to BarnFind.com? BarnFind actually has some cool stuff. I, I found a duck, a military duck, but it wasn't for sale. It was already just sold. So. I'm really concerned by. Go ahead, go ahead. But I'm anyways. really concerned right now. <laughs> Red flags. Yeah, I was gonna say, you guys, want to go boating in my duck, and then we could all die on a lake together. But uh, instead, I, I kept flipping through the pages of BarnFind.com, and what do I find? I find a rizzior. I don't. I don't even know what a rizzior is. No, did you make that up? No, I didn't make it up. But it's a real you, thing. Cars of the week is a segment where we find a car that we've always been dreaming of, or mm-hmm. we didn't even know we needed. Yeah. And then we tell you guys all about it. And I found the Rizior with 500 miles on it. And guess what, guys? It's just outside of Norway. Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's just outside of Norway. A hop, located, it's in Norway. It's, it's, a hop, it's, it's located jump. south of Norway. <laughs> anyway, this this cute little car, this Trident with the production equipment, was bought from the factory in the Isle of Man in the middle of the late 60s. The idea was to produce a car in a vehicle in Norway. The project failed, however. Wow. The Trident was in some use in the 60s and 70s, but for the last 40 years, it's been standing dry in a barn and without being run. The engine does not start now due to the long standstill. There's a small crack in the body due to a tilt from many years ago. I don't know what a tilt is, but this car literally looks like a bumper car from your local amusement park. <laughs> it does. That somebody took like a glass shield and just put over the roof, so that way you could drive it out in the rain. Mm. It looks like it's three wheels. It kind of looks like one of those little BMW... Isettas? Yeah, fr- yeah, front loader cars. like the St- A.K.A. the Steve Urkel car? Yeah, but even yeah. smaller than that. So yeah. it's only $40,000. And I'm sorry, it's not the Rice. <laughs> it's located in Riceor, and it is the Trident. Oh, oh. Doesn't so- run $40,000 in Norway. It's Cars of the Week. And I thought, you know what? People tell me all the time that I only look at trash. So I, I, I classed up... <laughs> Who does expensive trash? <laughs> Who tells you that, by the way? Everybody says I don't dream big enough. We're just saying he's too practical with what he picks. Yeah, he so doesn't I'm, pick nice so stuff. From he now picks on, like, oh, from, I could from, maybe... from now on, I'm just going to pick out expensive garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'll, Cars of the Week. I'll do what I want. I like your stuff. Yeah. And you know what? I haven't dreamed very much lately about uh, a fun car. Yeah. That's would not you, true. Would, That's on. not true. There would was you a... have fun in this, though? <laughs> Look at this car. You know what? You know, this, this, this gets into my narcissism thing. Look at me. Look at me. Everybody, I want attention. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And and with that glass roof, everybody's gonna have to look at me. <laughs> yeah. Because I get it tented. <laughs> I get a sunburn just driving around. You know, you said it looks like a, like a carnival or bumper car. Yeah. It it looks worse than that. <laughs> what it actually looks like, and we'll put a you know maybe the tilt world like the tilt world lost one of the uh, the cars oh, and it like does. flew off. Yeah. The bubble in the tilt world. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. It 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 even looks. Do you remember? Did any of you have like the the grocery store with like the the car out front? You put a quarter in, you ride around in. Yeah, yeah. That's what this looks like. Well, 
It's gross. <laughs> it's it might be the worst pick you've ever made. And you know what? And I say that out of love, my I, friend. I love how much we're ragging on Eric. Yeah. Because it looks like something he would never be caught dead in. But like there's also some sadistic joy that he would have of like everybody being forced with his plexiglass bubble top. Do you know what? To look at him go I almost down want the street. Us- to like sell stuff and yeah. buy this and give it to him and make him and daily force it? him to drive it. Yeah, yeah. you have to drive How that would daily you feel? for a year. Oh, a year? I could. I, I'd die for stuff. Downtown <laughs> Road. I would die of embarrassment. Yeah. No, just I would, I would get run over by something. Yeah, even even somebody bike biking down a the po- street might kill me. <laughs> a possum. He was, he was killed by a bicyclist yeah. and a raccoon yeah, from exactly. the McNairs. Exactly. No, this thing's hilarious. Uh, so a trident, and it's it's a Norwegian failure. Well, Great, it's, got it. It's located <laughs> south of Norway in Rizior. But it is cool. It's a, like a pre-production or early production car. Yeah. It's unique. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want it. All right. There you go. Good call. But you, first, okay. Okay. I picked mine. I think I had my car of the week up first. Yeah. You and did. then and then whatever this aberration is in Teal showed up. So I don't want to hear any crap. You know let's, what? Let's, let's, let's go, Actually, Darryl. I think Daryl loses worst. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah, let's move yeah, on. Let, yeah, let's go. Okay. Let's go, Daryl. Let's, right. let's, let's explain this thing. Turn the heat up. All right. So hear me out. <laughs> Uh, my pick this week is a 1976 Volkswagen Beetle. I believe that is the Super Beetle era. Uh, it might not be. Who cares? Anyways, it have is. Have you seen the Elephant Man? <laughs> I have. Go on. I am not the Nanamu. It's the John Merrick of Beetles. Yep. This is uh, listed in Facebook Marketplace. A shout out to my friend Brent Rassi who sent this to me. Uh, I think he sent it in like one of those. Hey, this is kind of cool. Late night tax, like check this out on Facebook Marketplace. It's billed as a 1990s show car in parentheses. And whenever I hear like this used to be a show car, or you read in the description, many show, but it won many awards or award winner, and you're like, yeah, I don't like that was a long time ago. Also, the 90s people did a lot of drugs. So this is a 76 Beetle. It's done in like a teal, like a 1992 like Camaro RS teal, right? Uh, or a Pontiac. You're making this sound teal. so good. Just spit it like it is. I it's, wouldn't call it teal. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely like a turquoise this color. Yeah, yeah. It has with some, pink pinstripes. Pink pinstripes. Just get very, to how it's bad. Very nineties. <laughs> here's 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 the here's the killer. Okay, it has these weird like Baja kind of front end and rear end like front front and rear fenders, a, a Porsche faux 911 whale tail spoiler, and then the front has what looks like it was stolen from a carnival ride, some sort of bumper that doesn't match the lines of the car, and then it has these Frenched rectangular headlights with these visors. The chrome visor, I was going to comment on this. This... Those scream, scream almost like truck and stuff. Like, yes. yeah, I went to I went to AutoZone and I found these visors for the headlights. It's so bad. It's so bad. So okay, uh, and if he's listening, uh, I love you, brother. We'll hang out soon. But uh, Brent's like, "What do you think?" You know, and I'm like, "I think this is terrible." Dot dot dot. And then I see him start typing a response, <laughs> and then I'm like, "But I kind of like it." <laughs> and I'm gonna pick it for my car of the week. I did. Uh, the interior alone, by the way, this is a, this is horrendous, and whoever did oh, this customization needs to be brought to justice. But 100 horsepower build, 90s build, uh, 
Garage slash trailer queen is what the description says. Runs, drives, excellent. Everything works as it should. Please call. Yeah, they never drove because they didn't want to be seen in it. No, it was bad. <laughs> What's the price on this guy? Uh, well, it was like 8900 or something. It was under 10 That's not. I mean, that's really not a bad price for a car that gets all the... Uh... All the attention. I mean, that would get a lot of attention. And that's what I told you, him. I'm sorry. Are you my? Are you a child that wants negative attention? No. I, I mean, I'm, I'm paying There's forty thousand no dollars and going to Norway and shipping a car. Right. You ain't going now, 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 now. <laughs> granted, the shipping cost for my car will be very cheap. I imagine I could ship a toaster oven for the same price, but probably. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Eight nine hundred dollars for that that paint job alone looks like it's worth probably two thousand dollars. Easily, so, easily, yeah. maybe more. And that's what the interior's clean. And the wheels. I mean, God, those wheels are probably worth two grand. I'm really concerned about both of you. No, I'm just looking at the now. <laughs> what, now, now the is, addition of the five mile per hour bumpers on there, and you know that that's worth nothing. But the and, and the chrome. Uh, yeah. No, it's covers. It's it's definitely this is questionable. the ugliest beetle I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it is. Uh, but ever. Hold yes. On. Hold on. If you guys, all three of us here, if we all walked upon this at a Cars and Coffee or a local show, would you look at it and talk about it and take pictures of it? I take a picture of it. Laughing and mockingly, yes. Is that what you want? You're just a horrible person. Mission, look at it. Mission accomplished. You're like Seinfeld. Mission yeah. it's, the, it's the car face that only a mother could love. Car face. All right. Car face. I like that. <laughs> okay. So uh, clearly not getting any love. Um, Gabe, what did you wind up choosing for your car of the week? Because Such it, a safe bet, Gabe. Yeah. I liked it. I literally found this today. Well, yeah. Who wouldn't want this? It popped up on my Facebook feed today. It, I didn't even seek this out. Okay. Seriously. Well, yeah, because this is the kind of crap you look at all day. <laughs> no, it's the kind of it's the kind of crap that my algorithm I, sends me. Yeah, see, I went outside the algorithm. I went outside the matrix. He took he, a risk. And, and, it was a bad choice. And he Brent thought, Rassie's matrix. I don't know what shows up on that thing. I mean, he and I have the same matrix, though, because yeah. we'll, we'll send each other random stuff. We're like, yeah, seen it. Seen it already. Bought it. <laughs> Anyways. Bought it. Bought it twice. Yeah, hated it. Bought it third time. It's so bad. All right, so you're so, starting a lawn business, right, Gabe? No, it's a it's a '97 Toyota Toyo Ace, which I'd never heard of, um, and it's a quad cab pickup from uh, Japan, right hand drive, and it's a thirteen four ninety nine on Facebook Marketplace. So about where, where's she at? Where's she located? Uh, South Carolina. Whoa! Yeah. What year? Ninety thousand miles. Ninety seven. It's a quad cab, three L diesel, five speed manual, two wheel drive, drop side bed. It's a dually. It's a legit mm. little truck. Oh, it is. It's got a nice interior. It's got like 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 leathery snakeskin seats on it. Mm-hmm. It looks nice. It's a pretty blue. Like I liked it. It's not overly priced. If I had the money and had space for you it, have the I mo- would... you have the money and you have no, the space I don't. for it. I spend all my money. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Are you kidding me? I, I'm trying to copy that uh, address, but it's not working. Because I, I got it. I got it. Did it's you? it's absolutely beautiful. No, it's 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 a clean looking truck. They probably imported it, you know, recently because of the 25 year rule. Um, it reminds me of like all the uh, Land Cruiser uh, fire trucks. Mm-hmm. Like if you took off the fire truck bed and put like a nice flat bed on it, mm-hmm. it'd be really cool. But it's got drop side bed on it, which is similar to my Coney. But this would just be like more utilitarian. But I could take the kids to school in it. I could yeah. haul stuff in the back. It'd be really cool. It's a good size. Yeah, the cabs. Uh, it's cabs good. A three liter. I'm thinking it's probably what a uh, inline six. I'm I'm guessing that the engine's a dog. To be honest, the Toyota diesels, I think they're reliable, but they don't have a lot of power. So without a turbo. No, it's probably 100 horsepower. Yeah. But it'd be fun to toot around town. You know, you could do some work in it. You can haul the kids. Exactly. Exactly. And the the bed is, I love the utility beds. 
I, with the flip down sides. Yeah. yeah. If you're loading and unloading a truck, there's nothing worse. And again, I love my Tundra. I love it. And I've got a topper on it, which kind of ruins some stuff. But yeah. uh, just how high the bedsides are, yeah. like loading and unloading stuff, like blows. I wonder I wonder what the logic was on that. We went from shallow beds and all those, those trucks going up through yeah. the 80s and the 90s. And then all of a sudden, everything's like two and a half foot tall. Mm-hmm. It's like near impossible to reach in there. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine being a short person or a woman in this world with a truck. It's no, unless you have like step sides or yeah. uh, what do you call them? But like, even with those, that, it's awkward. Yeah. You're stepping up. Yeah, because you generally you're carrying a load. Yeah. So you have like your foot on this little rinky ding step trying to load mm-hmm. this thing. It's like you drop it, you unload it, and you you just get it done. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're like I don't know, say. Loading or unloading uh, rims and tires for a you know, 27 Chrysler. It'd just be more accessible if you <laughs> or had stuff this. stuff from an estate sale. <laughs> right, right. I think, I think 13499 for something like this, it's only got 89,000 miles. And on a Toyota diesel, that's probably, I'd say you get another 300 on the clock, easy, without yeah. much maintenance. Yeah. And you're a diesel guy now, Gabe. You're kind of an expert on them. So I yeah. mean, I own them, but I can't work on them. <laughs> But you don't have to, really. Yeah. Right? But no, it was cute. I liked it. Yeah. I think that's a great buy. Yeah, hey, I found it. Oh, they got a little video. Look at that. Yeah. Does, it's a bad video, though. It, I just wonder why. Much. See, what happens is I think sometimes people buy these things online, and then they get them home, and they realize, oh, this isn't like a lot of work. It's not as much fun to drive as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, do you think the guy bought it just to enjoy it for a week or two and then flip it? Windows he probably just today. imported to flip it. Yeah. Here's a video. Oh, he was he was talking a second ago. Yeah, he just kind of mutters a little. I want to hear him. I want to hear what kind of man buys He's got this. Got the headache rack. Yeah. Crew cab. Yeah. That engine under the seat Truck tonight. Truck is right? clean. Truck is clean. <laughs> That's is like this? all he says. <laughs> That's it. It's the worst. Oh, he's got video. two. He has more than one of these things. Yeah, I'm sure he bought a couple over and imported them. He's trying to make a buck. He probably paid. I like the regular cab better. Six grand. But I, with kids, it'd be nice to have the dual. You that's know. true. That's true. I could drop them off at school in it, and people would be like, "What? What?" Dude. They love the right hand drive to begin with. Yeah, I'm. I thumbs up for me. I think um, Eric. I this, feel like you guys really jumped the shark today on your. Picks. This, <laughs> so this is a warm up show. It's kind of like it reminds me of Daryl Nye's first or second show. You know, I had to get back in the way. Is it that back bad? The, <laughs> yeah, right. It's not that bad. Is no, that first one. You don't have rough. that far. That was wrong. That sucked. <laughs> let's go back and erase that. No, let's, let's not. Let's do like Disney and just edit our history. There you go. We never said that. Get all those yeah. racial slurs out of there. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> like Disney. Right. It's the Song of the South episode. <laughs> No, just kidding. Um, no, this is this has been fun. It's been a while. We're going to get back in the saddle here, and uh, been a while. Been a while. Appreciate everybody uh, just kind of hanging with us, rolling with us, and be, just being flexible. Um, life on life's terms, right? Yeah, it happens. We are at the mercy of uh, whatever's thrown at us, unfortunately. So, like the wrenches. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can dodge a ball. You can dodge a wrench. You can't dodge life, though, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah. thanks, guys, for holding everything together and inviting me back to the show. I appreciate that. Hey, you're welcome. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the meantime, how can folks get a hold of us? Info at Throne Wrenches will get it done, or you can check out all the socials at Throne Wrenches. That mostly gets you Daryl's accounts. And on threads. Yeah. And threads, man. (laughs) All the hot threads are happening at Planet Stall. We need to start uploading stuff to YouTube. YouTube is huge right now. Yeah, I don't know if you know this or not. I have no internet. (gasps) We can do it at my house, but you got to help. Okay. I have YouTube. We can do that. Come over. 
one day, just blitz it. Yeah. Uh, upload yeah. our entire archive to YouTube. That's a good idea. I yeah. like it. We should do that. Shorts and do lots of YouTube shorts. Like that. Let's yeah. Just some greatest hits. Tight, tighty, tight shorts. There's Wait. some <laughs> tight, <laughs> tight jean shorts. Tight Wait, jeans. What? Magnum PI shorts. Oh, gross. <laughs> gross. Uh, Ferrari though. Yeah, that Ferrari three mm. is still pretty legit. They had a whole scene where they drove that Ferrari with uh, uh, Phil Collins song over it. Yeah, that was the whole scene. They did nothing. I loved it. It's good stuff. You know what? Everybody it's needs a Ferrari three hundred eight GTS and Phil Collins. And you should yes. probably bid on one, Gabe. You next should. Time. I'll lose you? by a hundred bucks. No, no. <laughs> I, I was going to say we've got the greatest solution for you. Bid two hundred over, and you're always going to win. <laughs> yes, exactly. Two hundred thousand over? No, 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 no. <laughs> Mm, I, I've seen a couple knockoff Ferraris too. You'd look good in a knockoff. Ferrari. I don't want a Fiero. A fi- Fiero. <laughs> Fiero. Yeah, that would be gross. <laughs> all right, let's all buy kit cars next summer. Yes. Let's do that. Deal. All right, all right. Thanks again for having me on the show. Look us up at info at runwrenches Send us a message. Send us a review. A review would be like it would warm my heart. The yeah. cockles of my heart would be warmed. It's, and, and there's nothing our <laughs> listeners want more than Eric's warm cockles. Anyways, uh, I'm Daryl Scott. I'm Eric Stahl. And I'm Gabe Casey. See you next time. Whoa, oh, driving me crazy. Get a lady. I don't know the words to the song. Uh oh. <laughs>